The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze. Welcome to the Morning Blaze. I am Jason Butchel, filling in for Doc. And with me, as always, is the ever-handsome Chris Cruz. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I didn't, I was just saying this, though. I, I didn't get the bow tie. I didn't get, like, a nice, cool little jacket or vest or anything. Some of that. For what? I got the t-shirt. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Well, yeah, I did wear a bow tie for a long time, but that was for, uh, I was testing out different outfits for the wedding. Uh, ah, yeah. that's what that was. Yes, that was what, <laughs> there was this, is, this is kind of an interesting, uh, like a career marriage. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. So I'm like, all right, which one do you guys like? And then which combo? But yeah, that was all about the wedding. That was uh, trying to figure out what looks good on camera. Because I was going to be on camera, you know, like the videographer and us. Right, right. So I went back and looked and I picked. The black on white with the blue bow tie. Oh, dude, well, uh, <laughs> your, your dress game is strong. I got to get you that. Your dress game is definitely That's strong. That's when I care. <laughs> <laughs> and I have time to wake up. Like today I'm wearing my LGBT shirt. So uh, I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. Liberty, guns, booze, Trump. Love it. <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> this is um, this is like a huge day. And uh, for all you people that are, are tuning in at this ungodly hour, this this kind of felt like a really m- more evil, like when the time change happens. You know what I mean? You lose an hour of sleep. You know what's funny? Like that. I have to tell him. Jason Butcher goes, who listens this early? <laughs> well, <laughs> you, if, if you are, I, I got to give it to you because, well, I, I get it because a lot of people are getting up and going to work, doing all that stuff. But you might also be listening because this was an insanely historic weekend. Absolutely. Insanely historic. I remember when I was uh, a freshman in college and I was at Allen Christian University, not too far from here, and I was a political science major. And uh, I remember the the big topic was this is going to show how old I am, but the big topic was is how it it, it it was the most historic time in our lifetimes and even our professor's lifetime because of the Clinton impeachment stuff was yeah, going yeah. down. That's what I figured. Yeah, and and he was just like, and what, the, to give them credit, and ACU is very good about this. They were not political really at all. Like that sounds weird to say in a political science class, but they were not mm-hmm. like it was. It was purely academic. They weren't trying to push you to the left and the right, which is very rare in today's like you know American university system. Very rare. I mean, like everything, and I'll get to the Kavanaugh here in a second. But everything you see now, like I just do not believe that these kids, like all these protesters, oh, absolutely ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Like, I knew they were ridiculous from, you know, Antifa and all we've seen. The crime when Donald Trump was impeached, oh, I was impeached, was sworn in. People are crying. But but when I saw them uh, crawling and clawing away on the bronze door of the entrance of the Supreme Court, and they're banging on it, and I'm like, what does that do? Okay, so let's say you do break the door down. Let's say you get it and you break the door down. What are you going to do? Kill him? Drag him up to the street and just beat him to death? Please tell me you have some audio of that. Oh, absolutely. I have, uh, yes, I have the, the one, uh, first I have Mike, Mike Pence when he's trying to call for order as he's doing the, um, 
the reading of the names of the senators. Is there a sufficient second? Sergeant at Arms will restore order in the gallery. Listen to that wailing. That's. Is there a sufficient second? That's insane. Like, that's just ridiculous. Okay, you don't need that. You don't need that. The, okay, I, I'm sorry, but these people, I highly doubt. No, I know. They did not go into a university with those beliefs. With like, even if they were like left, like, you know, they leaned a little further to the left or a little further to the right, whatever. They weren't that radical when they went into a university. They were kids. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, remember, like, I, when I was in school, the only thing I was worried about was going, I don't know, like partying with my friends. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like chasing women. Uh, I mean, you Drinking. know, like, this is <laughs> having that Kavanaugh. Uh, sounds like a very Kavanaugh, like, you know, like, <laughs> but, but again, that highlights, yeah, no kidding. This is what yeah. he was doing when he was in college because, like, it's like every college kid is doing that type of stuff. I mean, this is, I mean, come on. But they, I completely blame the American university system. Oh, completely. absolutely. There was a study that came out not too long ago. I think I, the last time I went, when I filled in for Pat on his radio show, I read this entire uh, uh, study, study out. It was insane. It was the amount of liberal uh, professors mm -hmm. versus conservative professors. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love, this is one of the reasons why I love David Barton. And be, yeah. and wall builders because they they go out there and do the study or kind of like analyze the studies and that's one of the things you know the statistics are like crazy I know this is not it but it's like ten to one you know I don't I know that's for sure that's not it but it's that crazy where like there's for every ten liberal there's like one conservative yeah oh, oh and it, I'm giving it I think too much credit you're getting it too you're giving <laughs> I it too much credit I think I'm giving it too much credit the biggest uh, offender was journalism. There was, I don't remember how many, like, out of, out of the hundreds of universities that they surveyed and the, like, multiple, like, almost, like, over a thousand professors, there was not a single conservative journalism professor in, out of every major university. It was absolutely ridiculous. The only, like, conservative professors in, in, in college right now were the sciences, mathematics, stuff like that. So, basically, anything that has facts attached to it. That was the only place they had conservatives. Mm. Everything else, like sociology, of course, was well, all yeah. uh, lefties. Yeah. Um, Feminism. It's oh, <laughs> Feminism 101. Yeah, I want, there's no conservatives in there. That's, Protesting 101. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, but it's just absolutely insane. So I do not believe that they go in there thinking that way. They come out of these universities wailing and trying to pry open this, the uh, Supreme Court uh, doors. That, that's when they when they after when they come out of university. Uh, this is the behavior they do. And Again, I go back to saying, like, okay, let's say you go and tear those doors down. What's your next step? I really want to, I wish anybody would have asked, okay, fine, Mr. and Mrs., whatever. Actually, no, you can't say that because that's not, whatever your pronoun is. <laughs> if you got those doors down, what would you do? Right. So you take Justice Kennedy and Justice, uh, uh, Chief Justice Roberts, and then you take Associate Justice uh, Kavanaugh and do what? Put them on the streets? And 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 do what? Exactly. Because you're not gonna. Okay, let's say you open the door. You think you're gonna stop it? No. Trump signed the the, the proclamation. The, it's being sworn in. Even if they don't do it behind closed doors, they'll be like, okay, here you go. You're done. Yeah. But the one person that I think is really really happy right now, 
is Garcish. Because he will not be doing bitch work anymore. <laughs> you know about that, he right? He won't be carrying the pads. You know, <laughs> exactly. So, as we all know, I think it was last time when uh, Gersich, we had one of our, uh, I think it was Cato uh, experts, and it told us about, like, the teasing that happens to the youngest uh, Supreme Court justice. It's fascinating. Brett Kavanaugh, since, you know, we know he's a beach week guy, he's going to be so <laughs> annoying. He's like, man, I thought college was bad in the hazy. This is even worse. So I think the one person that is happy in all this situation is Gorsuch. He's like, man, I'm no longer the youngest. Totally. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, when I was so, so Kavanaugh, he's so he let's get to that. I guess the news of the day. Yeah. So, like, you know, like forget all you guys that have heard me before. That's not really my style to do the news of the day rundown on one of these shows. That's just not really what I do. Um, I typically like, because you guys, and I've told you before, you guys are ridiculously smart. If you listen to this network, you're ridiculously smart. Stop it. Um, so, I'm serious. I'm gonna, Stop it. I got to give them a lot of credit because they are smart. They know their stuff. And they really, you can get the news of the day anywhere. Absolutely. But I cannot get away from the news of the day today because it's just so ridiculously huge. But I still want to take uh, approach it from an angle of like a bigger concept. Okay. Like, what does this mean for America? Uh, what what are we what are we looking at going forward? And I got to tell you, when I first so he was confirmed fifty to forty eight. Yeah. So the way this happened was we had uh, one Democrat flip, Manchin flipped, um, Murkowski, who originally voted no in the initial uh, Cloder vote, Murkowski just answered with a present. So weak. It was very weak. Weak. She voted a present, and she's she's a she's senator from Alaska. Alaska, yeah. And she, the reason she was able even able to get away with that is because another Republican senator, Danes, was yes. not able to be there because yes. his daughter wedding. And, and, and by the way, like Come you've on. got kids. I got. Okay, so you were gonna. I think you're gonna take this another direction. I was gonna say I actually I actually uh, respect the guy. For no, this. you do shut not, up. Huh? Seriously, you have one job, one job only. Vote. Right, but you his, could vote and go back to a wedding, or be like, "Hey, sweetie, I'm gonna vote, and I'll be right back." But his, but job number one is a is a husband. Job number two is a father, and uh, I would, and those supersede all all of those, in my opinion. Not if you're working for the government representing your people. Eh, I still think I disagree. Really, I do. I but but I get it. Like at first, I was kind of pissed off when I heard about mm -hmm. it. But then when I thought about it and I was thinking thinking kind of critically, I was like, well, I actually kind of respect him for it because I could see myself doing that. If But if there was no backup plan, like if they did not have the votes, mm -hmm. you, I guarantee you. You would be there? I, I would be there. But I also guarantee you that President Trump would have the Trump family jet on the tarmac. Absolutely. Waiting to go with the engines running for the moment they, you know, he kisses the bride, he would be on that go, jet and go, go, go. <laughs> Ground all planes. <laughs> I need a clear pathway. And by the way, we're going to do a transfer from plane to helicopter. <laughs> yeah. He's one, he's going to land right there. Yep. Totally. Gu I guarantee you that's the way. So I know he would have made it back regardless. But so Murkowski was able to do present because she, he was yes. not able. He did not show up. Yes. So that does not let her off the hook. No. She. I mean, Alaska. What do you, What are you guys doing up there with, with with this woman? You have got to vote her out. Get her out. Does she really represent you? I mean, and we're gonna go. Chris and I are gonna really, really dive a whole lot deeper into everything that we're looking at going forward. But. You have got to put somebody else in there that you can actually depend on. 
Thank that you, you can rely on. Thank and you for she's saying she's not that. Yep. getting it done. No. Did you see what Sarah Palin tweeted this weekend? No, I didn't. At Sarah, Mc- whatever her name, I mean, at McCoskey, I can see 2020 from my house. <laughs> I was like, okay, Sarah Palin. That's great. You get a win. That's so you great. You absolutely get a win. I tell you what, um, I, when when I heard the vote go down, the all I, I literally, I, it was just a complete suspension of belief. The only thing I could see was Kate Upton in American flag bikini running around with the running with like yes. an American flag yes. running around like a barbecue and 4th of July fireworks, fireworks going off. Fireworks and yep. the, uh, uh, God bless so America. <laughs> totally. That's like all I could think about. I was like so pumped. But then I was like, crap. If you think that this is the end, mm-hmm. you are fooling yourself. This is only the beginning. I'm going to pick up right there when we come out. This is the Morning Blaze. Jason Butchel, Chris Cruz filling in for Doc Thompson. We'll be right back. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. To the morning blaze. I am Jason Butchel. With me as always, Chris Cruz. Thanks for like tuning in so early. You like always? that? Yeah, with I, like that. I like that. I like they, they've that. They've got us for yes. several days, so this is yes. going to be, you know, it almost kind of feels like, you know, that scene in uh, Shawshank Redemption where like and Andy Dufresne is like, okay, tell I'm me, gonna, don't tell me you've never seen that. I'm going to lose some points here. Oh, I've you've never, never seen, seen Shawshank? No, I've never seen that. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Okay, should well, we just cancel the show? For every yes, you you can go now. For everyone else that is listening, and I know all of you have heard this. There's this awesome like scene where Andy Dufresne, he's like, you know, you know, breaks the premise. He's like, uh, he's been you know wrongly accused. Oh yeah, 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 He's in prison, and there's this one uh, point where he's uh, he's trusted a little bit too much uh, by the guards and the warden. And he uh, he he's like he, he gets in this uh, this uh, uh, I almost said MP3 player, but it was this was in the forties uh, record player. Record player. He gets okay. this record player and he, and he beams it. He gets like the microphone. And he beams out the sound of the, of this like really melodic music out to the entire like prison. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. But of course, like everybody's trying to break the door down to get him off the mic. Oh. I have a feeling that's just gonna happen any second now. Nice. Like Glenn is gonna run in here and like round <laughs> us up like rodeo style, hog tie us and get us the heck out of here. Um, anyway. Not just yet. Not just yet. Second hour has some important information. Now after the second hour, he can take us off. <laughs> um, so anyway, so. I was saying before, uh, right before we broke, how this just—it felt like a very American moment, and um, it's—it so, was so much an American moment. Even in the UFC, are they giving shoutouts to Special K? Early contest call to stop to this contest at one minute nineteen seconds of the second round. Declare the winner by TKO. First of all, Nick, congratulations on a, a victory over a real veteran in, in Gray Maynard. And I, I think this fight really highlighted the improvement and the development of your striking. Yeah, first and foremost, I want to give out a shout to my homie Brett Kavanaugh. Way to go, Special K. And then on top of that... 
Yes, I love it. Special, Special K. K. Come on, that's so great. You that's just, so good. You just won the fight of your life, and yes. the first thing that you want to do is you want to give a shout out to old Special K. Come on, that's so great. I mean, come on. We've got Kate Upton, bikini, uh, American flag bikini, <laughs> yes. eating barbecue with fireworks going off, and UFC fighters giving shout outs. Yes, does it get any better than that on a weekend for America? It doesn't. I I, I can't think of one. But anyway. I want to I want to caveat all this for, for for this thing and this and this is the beginning of the larger concept that I want to get to for the rest of this hour is do not be fooled, do not be fooled. This if you this is not the end of this at all. Um, literally within I don't know like I mean it was happening all week really, but literally within minutes of the confirmation, all, the media who is so complacent. So complacent in all of this. I'm just thinking that. Just remember that the backdrop of all this. You know, I've. I, uh, not, yeah, let's let's actually let's let's do this. Where's this audio list here? Yeah. Listen to the people. Um, so this is uh, Ted Cruz gave a gave a speech right outside the the uh, the an interview. Yeah. Was an interview. Listen to the just listen to the background noise that was going on while he's doing this. Check this out. We saw Senate Democrats engaging in partisan mudslinging, dragging Judge Kavanaugh and his family. Okay, so and the, the, it was a sea of people. A sea of people. They're yelling shame. They're freaking out. I mean, just think about this, guys. They are saying all of this based off of an allegation with no cooperation, no evidence, but they are just ju- they're frothing at the mouth to call Kavanaugh a rapist. Not only that, a gang rapist. I mean, I'm just, I'm completely dumbfounded on that. You know, I shouldn't be because all, this is so. This is all politics. That's all this is. They were willing to destroy a man's life over politics. And they've got a sea of people on board with this. It's absolutely ridiculous. So the media just started falling in line right along with the mob. This is mob rule (laughs) is what this is. This is old, uh, you know, Roman era mob rule is what this is. It's like the Batman movie with Kane. I mean, with Bane. Sorry, with Bane. It's when, when he was able to, you know, Blow up all the sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> blow up all the bridges and get a little peep. And then what? What was he doing? All right, mob rules. What do you want to do with this guy? Yeah, kill. All I, right, start walking. It's funny you say that. I had the exact same thing pop in my mind when they're you know the the, the people's court. Yeah, where they're basically like uh, execution or banishment, mm-hmm. which both were execution. Both were. Ex- That's exactly what they're setting up here. Exactly. All the people that are always talking about. It's funny, you know, like all these people. They always say, hey. Um, you know, the left is saying, you know, the right is, you know, they're, they're destroying American values. You know, they're, you know, they, they, they want to get rid of all of our, you know, the things that make America great. Great. Are you kidding me? These are the same people that are calling for the end of the Electoral College. Yeah. These are the same people that were actually calling for an end to the Supreme Court. <laughs> I mean, on and on and on. The, the same people that are calling for guilty as accused versus the uh, presumption of innocence. They're, now, who is actually the ones that are, you know, are, are dismantling American values? It just makes no sense. Now, Politico comes out with this article, and there was a multitude of these. But Politico comes out with this article, and this is the title of it. It's titled, quote, Democrats fear they're the wet rag party. Now, that, okay, uh, and so cut. Um, there's more to that, that, uh, that title. But wet rag refers to... Um, uh, President Trump said something about how uh, was it Al Al Franken caved like a wet rag. 
Yes. So now the, the the premise of this article is that that Democrats fear that they're the ones that are caving like wet, wet rags. Okay, now let's go back to this title. Uh, Kavanaugh's victory leaves many on the left saying it's time to get mad and get even. That's scary. Okay. Oh, okay, hold up. The accompanying tweet to that said this, quote, after failing to stop Kavanaugh's confirmation, Democrats wonder, listen to this, gang, Democrats wonder if it's time to be more ruthless. So. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you're already there. In our mindset. More ruthless? You're already at ruthless. So what is more ruthless? So that so you want Bane. So you want Bane out there. Be like, okay, that banishment or death. Is okay. that what you want? You're, you're exactly right. There's no more. There's no more. You you can't escalate past yes, this. Yes. But it is deadly if you escalate past this. Perfect example. Me and you were in the military. We all know the you know the deadly force you know triangle or or model. Their next step. You're absolutely right. Is deadly force. You just destroyed. You just called a man a gang rapist. Absolutely. You and I. I'm sorry. I I do not believe uh, Doctor Ford in the slightest. I think that she might have gone through something that she pulled on, uh, you know, to to channel, uh, you know, like those emotions and feelings and everything very well could have happened. And it's a it's a shame that that she was used in this manner, because I absolutely think she was used. But I do not I don't think that she even belonged on the Senate floor to give her testimony. I, I don't Mm-mm. think she belonged there in the beginning. I was like, OK, she she needs to be heard in the beginning. I was like, she's got multiple people that have that have said that have come out and said, hey, uh, or she she named off names. And I was like, if she's got these names, then there must be some, a little something more to this. There's got to be. But there wasn't everybody that, that she named flat out denied that it ever happened. Yeah. Flat out denied it. Yeah. So. And it's funny that you say that because um, Susan Collins also, she was with CNN's Dana Bash. And she actually, and I actually believe, <laughs> just like Sarah Collins is, I believe something happened to her, but I don't believe that it was Brett Kavanaugh. And listen to this one. Do you still think it is possible that he did it? You just don't have the proof to back that up? I do not believe that Brett Kavanaugh was her assailant. So I do believe that she was assaulted. I don't know by whom, and I'm not certain when, but I do not believe that he was the assailant. And so people watching you, hearing you say that, you understand that they'll think that you're saying you don't believe her, that, that she, I know you say that she believes that, that he was, but maybe she was wrong. But if she said that under oath, and he said that under oath, you made a decision that he said is more valid than what she said. In this country, we have a presumption of innocence. And as a matter of fairness, what I decided to use as a standard was the question of, is it more likely than not that Brett Kavanaugh assaulted Christine Ford? And there was no corroborating evidence that he did so. Each of the people that Professor Ford said was present that night have testified under oath both to the committee through the uh, declarations that they submitted and to the FBI now 
uh, that this that they have no memory of this happening, and that includes Dr. Ford's best friend. So, and I'm sure you've heard this from people who have experienced uh, these these uh, assaults uh, that it is possible and it has happened before that the person who is the victim remembers very clearly because they were assaulted That's unbelievable yeah i'm i'm not a senator collins fan me neither and um i, I she's just straight up irritating and but when <laughs> she like gave her little announcement yeah. i was like oh my gosh this is exactly what we need she's this being is like reasonable a home run. she it was devastating the case she let out was devastating on this she went through his entire, you know, background. She went through his court cases, everything. And I was like, this is exactly what we need. If you're the only way you can oppose this nomination right now is if you are not listening to what she said. Absolutely. She was totally totally in the right right there. Anyway. I am Jason Butchell, again in with Doc for Doc Thompson. With me as always Chris Good morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the Morning Blaze. I am Jason Butchel, filling in for Doc Thompson. We uh, have just a ton of stuff uh, to get through here, and I'm just going through this now. It's like if you, it's 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 hilarious actually. I I, I still just cannot get over this political uh, article. How do you get more ruthless from here? There's nothing left. Like I said, I was just running through some of this stuff. You you, you tried to you attempted to destroy a man's life. You yes. attempted to destroy his family's life. Yes. You have been following uh, senators uh, like Ted Cruz and his wife to date night. Come on, man. At a restaurant. I mean, not only is that absurd, but come on. There were some guys there. There's like some bro rules, right? Absolutely. I mean, forget the politics of it. There's some bro rules that you just don't, you know what I mean? Like, you just don't cross And the those. cool thing is not cool, but the, the cool thing is the people that are funding this are people like Credo Mobile or Credo Action, which is the reason why Patriot Mobile became mm. to be. Because they realize that people are like, wait a minute, this Credo Mobile is funding, you know, protesters going into, you know, people's uh, eating places for dinner. And they were like, oh, we have to do something. So it's very interesting to see that, you know, what people have been saying, hey, these are paid people. Yeah. Oh, it is actually true. But you're right. What is going to happen? And I actually believe this is so sad. I don't know. I don't have faith in humanity anymore. <laughs> but I actually do believe that we're going to see a Bane kind of case. Yeah. Somebody's going to do something, going to drag him out and either execute him or try to make an example of him, beat him up, something like that. I think that is what's coming. This this list, I just wrote down a list of all the like escalations that this has gone through. We talk, I, just, oh, I mentioned pretty. a few of them. Um, I, and I won't go into too much detail um, because it's just despicable. But the doxing of... Uh, of the three senators, yes. yes Orrin Hatch, Mike... Uh, not Mike. Um, what was his name? Oh, no, it was Orrin Hatch from Utah. Uh, Corey Gardner, I believe, was one of them. I um, forgot the other yeah, one. Yeah, there's multiple, multiple different ones. But I mean, come on. Um, they're t- and, and, and again, that's that, that's to encourage more, you know, behavior of like following these people to their homes while they're on date nights for crying out loud. I mean, it, it's it's just ridiculous. And again, let's let's play the, just like we played the one with about um, them trying to you know claw through the door of the Supreme Court. Okay, 
You're at the place, you're about to interrupt them. What do you do? Oh, I'm going to yell shame. Then what? Going to keep doing yelling shame until they leave. Then what? I'm going to follow them to the car. Then what? Like, I want to know what is your end game. Right. Because some, I play devil's advocate and be like, okay, if I'm them, it's not enough for me to say shame. I'm going to get as close as I can to his face and say shame. And then it's not going to be enough for me because I'm not getting the, the adrenaline rush no more because I've been doing it so long. So what am I going to do? Am I going to touch him? Am I going to grab him? Am I going to throw something at him? Yeah. So it's very, very, it's a very fine line. And I think we will cross that line in 2020. I tend to agree with you, pal. I, you know, I, I think that, I mean, we, we talk, use, we use the uh, Batman reference. I'm going to, I've got a guest coming on here in a second. I want to, I want to shift this to more of a biblical reference. Um, mob rule. We saw a perfect example of this when Pilate washed his hands and put the fate of son of God in the hands of a bloodthirsty mob. Yeah. I mean, really, that is what they're setting up here is Pilate washing his hands. They want a system where they can wash their hands. And, you know, and, and again, this is more, goes more, to, uh, again, uh, along the lines of direct democracy. Why do you think they want a direct democracy? They want mob rule. That's what dem direct democracy is. It's mob rule. And that is, I mean, it's, it's exactly what, I mean, if you want to look at a, at a biblical reference to how horribly these things can go, it's right there. My next guest is uh, the managing editor at faithwire.com. Uh, his name is Dan Andros. And, uh, I, and every time I get the chance, I get, I get this guy on. Uh, I think that what he's doing is amazing, and faithwire.com is amazing. And it's also something that we really need to, um, that should be, our, should be in our mindset right now. Um, and it seems like the left uh, wants to, um, they don't really have any real, you know, uh, they, they want to criticize people for being, you know, virtuous, but then they want to um, come out and then accuse every single uh, man of sexual assault. And they really want to have it both ways. And I'm going to have Dan in here to spit some knowledge here. You on the, you're on the hotline bling, Dan. Thanks for being with us. My gosh, you guys have way too much energy for this early. Right? Morning, I, I know. <laughs> all it takes is two Red Bulls, one coffee from Starbucks, and you're all set. You are good to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't had mine yet, so I'm going to try to ramp up and be on the on the same on the same level. But, but um, but yeah, all I needed. I mean, all you have to do is get me going on Hollywood and the left, and sort of what you guys are are hitting on here right now. And the, and the hypocrisy is just absolutely stunning. I mean, on the one hand. You know, they want us to have, like, the Me Too movement. The whole thing right now is based on, like, well, we've got to believe women. We've got to have respect for women. Um, but this is the same culture that, first of all, it was Hollywood that was promoting and still promotes all the time and, and in an aggressive way, just sort of the, uh, you know, hypersexualization of women. I mean, yeah. they're the ones that have trained people to view women as sexual objects. Right. Um, that's what the, that's what their movies have shown over and over and over again. And now they're supposed to be suddenly the ones that are the torchbearers uh, of, you know, moral goodness. And they're <laughs> supposed to, you know, be the ones teaching us and leading the way and somehow how to treat women. But at the same time, they're the ones that mock Mike Pence. I mean, Mike Pence was ruthlessly mocked. Let's backtrack a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we're in the middle of the Me Too movement. Brett Kavanaugh. Um, I mean, here's a guy who's getting drugged through the mud, and the best evidence they got is one woman who can't, has no witnesses can corroborate what her story is at all. And this guy is now deemed a gang rapist, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's like the, the country literally can't believe that this guy got 
got uh, you know uh, um, you know through the nomination process, and they can't believe it. And it's like, well, why wouldn't you believe it? There's absolutely zero. I mean, this thing would have gotten laughed out of court. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, um, but but this is and Mike Pence, you know, mocked for um, you know, and so I'm bringing that around to Mike Pence because he was mocked for having the standard where he was going to be above reproach. He was going to be, you know, to the point where no one could possibly accuse him of anything because it would be utterly ridiculous because everyone would know that he's never even been in a room alone uh, with, another, with another woman. Um, so, so, so the left wants it both ways. They want to mock those standards. They want to mock the right as do-gooders and, and hyper-moral. They want to tell you what to do, but then they want to sit here and tell us that, uh, well, this is how we should treat women. Uh, the absolute worst for the Me Too movement, and I'm not. I, I think that there's certain parts of the Me Too movement that that I that I think were were you know, so there were some good good aspects that come out of it. I I, I was just looking at some uh, some uh, some facts and figures, and there's been over 400 accusations since wow. exactly one month ago. This was wow. on October 5th. So last weekend, uh-huh. actually, the day they were voting on Cloder uh-huh. was the day that the Weinstein uh, article came out. Wow! Which, right there, if you don't believe in some kind of divine plan, you should, <laughs> because it gave us the perfect example of how far this movement has fallen. It is absolutely insane. And one of the things that Dan, one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on today is because I, I mean, it seems like they don't really, I don't think they even really care. I don't think that Democrats even really care about this movement. I think they've, they've weaponized it. They don't have any kind of plan for doing, for getting to the root and, and, and what are we actually going to do about it? But what, what, what this, this, this over sexualized culture, this, um, you know, like what is, I know Faithwire is doing some things right now to help educate people on you know what they can do or, or or some of the dangers that are involved especially like online and and like in the in, in pornography what are you guys doing right now yeah well and it's interesting you mentioned the root uh, jason the root of the problem and and you know for the left you know like you said um you know when you actually dig down the, the reason why they you know why it looks like they don't care and why you can make a very strong argument that they don't care because really what the motivating driving factor for them is that they don't they they hate white men. They think white, hmm. you know, especially Christian men are are like the patriarchy and they're keeping you down. So that's their enemy. Yeah. That's their driving force. That you know, they don't have any other anchor other than that. These far left sort of policies and, and you know, um ideas uh that the white man and the and the you know, and the rich man are the ones that are behind all the problems. So that's their boogie and that's what they care about getting. They think that's how you're going to solve all the problems. Well, you know, our view is a little bit different. Um, our view is that, uh, you know, we don't look at somebody as the boogeyman. We look at sin overall in general as the problem. And so the answer to that problem is, is God. And so we look to God for answers. And so what we're doing um, is we're looking actually, you know, if you want to actually do something good about the Me Too movement and, and how to treat and respect women, um, look at the real problem. And, and I think uh, the numbers don't lie. The, 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 the root of the real problem uh, is pornography um, because pornography actually, you know, sexual sin in general, actually, and pornography is the main driver of sexual sin. It's, it's, the numbers are ridiculous. Two thirds now of even Christian men actually admit to viewing pornography on a regular basis. And, wow. and I think we all know at this point, like the damage that pornography actually does, but you know, the shocking thing right now, Jason, that the younger generation, not only are they consuming pornography at alarming levels, like pretty much everyone 
views porn. I mean, if you look at the numbers, like everyone views porn. Um, but the real shocking part is it's becoming more moral in their view. Yeah. You know, if you look at a list of morality, I don't have it in front of me, but, you know, like things like, you know, littering are viewed as more morally reprehensible than watching porn. They just sit <laughs> down on the list like, eh, it's not a big deal. It's become like a little white lie, um, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it's like you pro porn, like ah, eh, no big deal, and like that's a problem I think across all culture, but it's it's getting worse, and no one's addressing it. Yeah. Um. And so you know, if you want to take a positive step on the Me Too movement, that's what we've done at Faithwire. We've created a, a um an online course, and basically what it is is it, it hits the reset button. Um. And it's it's you can look at it at setfreecourse.com. It's the course is called Set Free, and the site is setfreecourse.com. And basically what we're doing is we hit the reset button. I mean, culture could not be more out of control, more out of whack on any issue than, than sex and gender and sexuality. I mean, if you look at, you know, what is being taught and being, you know, basically, um, you know, what people are consuming from, from culture, it's, I mean, it's nonsense. I mean, you've seen all the stories, all the, you know, we don't have two genders, you know, um, love is love, which, you know, sounds nice, but is the most vapid slogan, I think, in the history of the planet. Yeah. Because when you follow it for three seconds, it makes absolutely no sense. Well, what if, what if I want to, um, you know, uh, love my, uh, my tools in my garage? Like, well, that makes no sense. But to them, it's like, well, love is love. You can't question it. It's just love. Um, <laughs> and so what we've done is we've created a course that really resets and shows how God designed sex and sexuality. And and it's really meant for two things. One, it's to help anybody who's caught up in, you know, the, the sin of the sexual sin of porn, because the numbers don't lie. I mean, I'm, you know, for the people that are listening to this right now, I guarantee you I'm hitting a lot of them who are in the middle of that fight. So it's this course is for you. Um, but it's also for if you just want something that is a good teaching tool to kind of remind everyone where we're at and, you know, and what God actually you know, set up and how he designed it, because. Culture is totally messing it up, and I think we need something to point back to. And for those who are watching porn right now, stop it. <laughs> it is 6.44 a.m. or 3.44 at the West Coast. Stop watching stop porn it. right now. And, Andrew, right. it's, it's way like, interesting yeah. because um, that was one of the topics that our pastor covered yesterday about, you know, 52% of the church is watching porn. Now it's like, oh, it's epidemic. Oh. It's epidemic. Yeah. It really Why is epidemic right but now. But then you just made me realize, absolutely, I was watching porn without me knowing. Because I started watching, you know, Netflix shows, and one of yeah. the new Netflix shows that season two just got back is called Big Mouth. It's about cartoons and kind of makes fun of, you know, puberty and stuff like that. And the first episode, I mean, the first season was a little bit edgy. You know, it was with Nick Kroll, and he's a very disgusting man when it comes to comedy. But one of the things I saw on season two, it was completely like nonstop. Little, because what happens? It follows the life of of kids in like elementary school and about to hit puberty. I mean, middle school and about to hit puberty. It had those kids butt naked. Oh my gosh! And I was like, Jeez. this is no longer a funny like I'm gonna make fun of kids hitting puberty and voice changing. This is not like ch I was like, am I yeah. watching child porn right now? That's insane. It's unbelievable yeah. how now through Netflix and I and I know now you know uh, like the FRC uh, family. Uh, research center is trying to go against Netflix and be like, hey, what are you doing for our kids? You know, why are you putting shows like this? But like at one point, I was like, hey, let them be. But now when I saw that second episode of season two, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm with Pat Gray. Yeah, we need to start like <laughs> dialing it back. It's absolutely insane <laughs> yeah. what I'm seeing. 
No, uh, and and you make a you, you, oh, hold on. I, I was just going to add to that. He he makes a great point about um about what we would consider pornography because of course we all think of porn. and We just imagine you know go to the you know stereotypical you know uh, you know Jenna Jameson you know the hardcore pornography, but but anything really that entertains our mind. I mean, you can you can broaden that definition because now with Instagram and, and yeah. I mean, what is Instagram other than people taking yeah. pictures of their butts in the mirror? Absolutely. I mean, that's all it is really at this point. And so anything that entertains your mind in a direction that isn't, you know, what God would want you to intend is kind of, you know, leading you in that direction. And it's allowing you to sort of fill your mind with these sorts of things about women. And look, what does it do? It trains your brain about women. And so now I'm looking at women on Instagram and their butts. And that's what I'm viewing women as. I mean, this is this is the stuff culture wants us to consume. But yet that we're supposed to then turn around. And then just, you know, sort of have this magical respect for women when they don't they don't put their money where their mouth is. They're not teaching, you know, what, uh, you know, and then the Netflix shows, the horror shows that they have coming out. They're not teaching, you know, you know, not practicing what they're preaching. It's good stuff, Dan. I uh, I, I cannot stress enough that uh, you guys need to after you're done with the blaze. Head over to uh, faithwire.com to get your uh, your morning news in. It's, it's an interesting um, approach to finding out everything that's going on in the world through a Christian perspective. Uh, multiple stories that, that will really uplift your day. And also, really check out this course, guys. Really check it out. This is Epidemic Levels. Dan, what, real quick, is it setfreecourse.com? That's correct. Yeah, that we just tweeted course. it out. Yeah. Oh, we just tweeted it out. Yeah, we just awesome. tweeted it out. Yeah. And before oh, Dan good. leaves, I want to... I want him to talk about Taylor Swift. I know we have, we're, we're close about this because we have two minutes. We have two minutes. We have two minutes. You don't know oh. Dan's fanboy is no, on Taylor Swift. No, I do Swift. not know. This might Taylor take Swift. a while. But I heard Dan that you had a little interesting take on Taylor Swift coming out as a Democrat. Well, oh, not I'm as a Democrat, uh, supporting a Democratic right. candidate. Well, she, I mean, she made the brave stand here to come out and spout media matters talking points. I mean, this is, right? I mean, this is, this is peak bravery from Hollywood. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm finally taking a stand. I couldn't hold it in any longer. No one else has these views. <laughs> right. I know. I just couldn't hold it in. Everyone needs to know that I, too, also spout all of the left-wing media matters talking <laughs> points that are repeated in the media constantly. Thank you. And it's like, oh, come on, Taylor. You were one of the last, like, four things absolutely. that were good left in America, and you've absolutely ruined it. And I'll just quickly, you know, break down one of the things, because she lists all these things. She says, oh, gosh, this appalls and terrifies me, uh, Marsha Blackburn. And I don't know a ton about Marsha Blackburn, but I'm just looking at this stuff. And she says, equal pay for women. We all know the nonsense yeah. and, and the lie that that statistic is. Um, the Violence Against Women Act. I'm like, okay, I don't know much about this. So I'm gonna, she's like, you got to do your research on people. I'm like, all right. Okay, I'm like, obviously no sane human being is against violence, uh, you know, is going to, you know, support violence against women. So I'm like, so what, what, like, come on, Taylor. Like, I thought you were one of the sane people here that would say, oh, do her research. And I'm going to realize that maybe she doesn't actually want women to be abused. <laughs> um, and of course, when you actually look into this act, there are many problems with it. Um, it, it all it did was it, back in 1990s when Biden, you know, pushed it forward. And it was like, not a bad idea. It was, hey, we've got to get it so that um, people take these crimes seriously when they're when they're called in. And so what they did was they they made it so that police sort of had the authority to go and report and, and process these things when they had probable cause for people that were um, accused of these crimes or reported yeah. for these crimes, even if the women didn't want to, if they were afraid or whatever. Um, the cops were able to do that. But what that's been doing is it had the unintended consequences of causing these women more fear and more problem in a lot of cases because they're a afraid of reporting it because now they know the cops had the authority to come in 
And a lot of times these women might be left if their spouse or their boyfriend is, is arrested, then these women won't have an income. And now they're afraid for how they're going to provide. Yeah. And so actually less crimes have been reported. Anyway, so that's just one example. I told you not to get him started, Chris. You, <laughs> I like you, this. you say the word Taylor like Swift this. and Dan goes I like off. this. I, I know like this, this. man. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I, so really quick, before I let you go, is T-Swizzy off your playlist now? Is she off? Oof. Oh, T Swift. Yeah. Oh, got done, done. Uh, really? Wow. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I'm writing a breakup song with her right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Dan Andros. I like that. I like that. His name is Dan Andros, ladies and gentlemen. Faithwire.com, setfreecourse.com for a Z course. Check it out. Dan, thanks for being on. Appreciate it, brother. All right, all right guys. Thanks for having me. Later. Uh, you are listening to the Morning Blaze. Jason Budgerman for Doc Thompson. Chris Cruz. We'll be back in a second. You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. back jason butchell here on the morning blazing for doc thompson with chris Cruz. yeah so a lot more to unpack here with all of this crazy crazy left-wing media who i seriously think is really complacent with a lot of this there was the i couldn't i i lost count with the amount of and there was actually a a, a twitter user that used some kind of like search whatever some mm. nerd search for Twitter hold and hold social media, and stuff. some nerd search. <laughs> love it. I can say that absolutely. Because I, I'm, love in, it. I'm in the research realm. You are in the re- and, no. Um, you are the research realm. <laughs> anything I need to know, I'm like, okay, Jason, go. <laughs> You're right. Okay, got it. So I went to the online research. Nice. Is, uh, Jason, Jason, I went to Jason. Also known as a nerd search. Yes. But there was hundreds, hundreds of articles that were referencing the Deborah Ramirez accusation, mm, yeah. the Swetnick allegation, which was just laughably ridiculous. And now there's these 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 articles that are coming out like this political. If you're just tuning in, we were just talking about this political article that said that, and again, this is the accompanying tweet because I had to read this again because it's just absolutely ludicrous. But it said, after failing to stop Kavanaugh's confirmation, Democrats wonder if it's time to be more ruthless. And I'm just curious. I, I just I don't know how where it goes from here. So that's what I was saying before. Like, if, if you think this is over, it's not. This is not over. This is only going to get worse. What's that story, Chris, where they, um, where they were talking about impeachment? Now, oh, yeah. This right is, this is the yeah. light version of where this could go from here. Yeah. Uh, a petition to impeach Kavanaugh has more than 125,000 signatures from a progressive group, and they are also raising money to get him expelled from the high court, and the prominent Democratic lawmaker is pleading to reopen an investigation into the judge past. Okay, so that's so that is what they're planning to do within like using like legal pr- yes. ways to do it. Now, impeachment right now sounds laughably ludicrous. I they have nothing to go on. Again, they have unproven allegations that are the weakest allegations. Like it, this would never make it into a court of law ever, but. I, I mean, a lot of people were saying like they were saying, I mean, there was a funny meme that I saw that showed like a car and it said Democrats in the car. Oh, yeah. And, and then, it showed the woman yeah. flying out of the car and it said, you know, <laughs> Dr. Ford basically saying that they're done with her. They're not, you yeah. know, they're done with her. Uh, they're going to just dump her and move on. Next. They, they didn't really care. Right. Yes. But I don't. But hearing stuff like this, 
I don't think they are done with her. No, absolutely I, not. They're going to continue. We're going to hear a lot more, I think, of Dr. Ford going forward. I think they're going to keep on this. They're going to try. Just think, what is the, in my mind, the one thing that could make this go very sour in uh, Justice Kavanaugh's uh, uh, path right now? And that's if somebody comes out and says, okay, fine. I was the one that drove Dr. Ford home that night. She told me everything. That's where this thing would turn south. Absolutely. I, I do they still will they believe that statement? Who knows? <laughs> I don't think they will. Who I don't knows? think they will. How much will they get? Will this woman get paid? I mean, will this person oh. get paid? Because the sky's the limit from all the dark money coming in. We'll be right back after this. Morning Blaze. Believe it or not, you are actually being informed. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Jason Butchel, also known as at Jason Butchel. This is Chris Cruz, also known as at Real Chris Cruz. As I didn't, I completely forgot that, but I see it on the side of your glasses, yeah. so that's very. Well, that's one of the reasons why it's there. We want to interact with you guys. This show is for you. We want you to call in if you can. Number is 888 900 3393. Let us know what you think about uh, where everything going on is all as Kavanaugh, um, what you expect for the future. Do you think this is over? Do you think this is going to get worse? We also want you to tweet us again at our handles. Um, we don't really have a hashtag today. No, but, we don't have a hashtag. But we have an at, so uh, yes. some people I think are already <laughs> like uh, atness. Yes, they are. Like, uh, for example, where does she go? Uh, the crew, she tweets out, I'm a mom of three. You have one job as a parent, protect your child. Yes. You have the power to protect your child and defend the republic for your child. Make the vote. Nice. Agreed. Agreed. I, I just think that prior, like, I, so I, what was her name again? Uh, the crew. The crew. Well, Drew Crew Mom, that's her at. Drew Crew Mom. I, I totally agree. I actually totally agree with you. Um, I, I think that if there, if there was any kind of question whatsoever, that he, he, they, they definitely needed a plan to get him over there. But yeah. I like where the man's priorities are. Yes. I think that's yes. what I'm most like impressed yes. with. I like your priorities. The but, Fit Nuke also tweets out, um, if the people elected you, your priority is the people. I'm sorry, this is what you were elected for. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's... So kind of, so it we, sucks. It's a, it's a sucky situation because it seems like it's a, a lose-lose situation where if I go and vote, uh-oh, you know, I miss my daughter's wedding. If I don't, and if I go to the wedding, uh-oh, I could have missed, you know, one of the most turning points in American history. So it's a lose-lose situation for the senator, and I completely understand that, but you have one job and one job only. You don't vote every single day. You're not there every single day of the year. So, yes, Get your butt up there for that one Saturday a year that you have to work on a Saturday. Get to it. 
I, yeah. Uh, you should look, know this, you were in the military. Look, I, and you know what? If, if, if there was something like, you know what? Yeah, I, I've, I had some, you know, and that's actually, I mean, that's a good point, actually, Chris, because that's why uh, it's it's so difficult. If you, yes, it is. If you haven't seen American Sniper, you should watch American oh. Sniper because they really, I mean, forget the action, which the action was still good, but American Sniper really hit on something that a lot of these movies don't really grasp a lot, and that's the, the toll that the family takes. It is so difficult when you're doing deployment after deployment. Um, your family uh, basically sees you as kind of the ghost that kind of just comes in every once in a while. And it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's very difficult. But American Sniper really, really hit on that. Yeah. And eventually you get to the point to where you really have to make a decision. I, I, it's probably very similar in, uh, in some of these really high demand you know, government jobs. Like I, at this point, like if I'm Ted Cruz... Or if I'm, forget it, if I'm any senator or lawmaker on the GOP side, you know, you, you now have to make that choice that, look, either my family, now it almost seems like it's the new norm. My family is going to get hassled when they're going to restaurants, for crying out loud. People are going to start showing up at my door. We're going to get my, there's a chance that my children that could be pre-elementary school could be getting, uh, you know, be picking up the phone and talking to some of these people. I mean, that's where we are now. That, that's that's the level that this has escalated to. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's really interesting to see because we see, you know, Glenn talked about it on his Saturday podcast. You know, not even Glenn is safe. You know, <laughs> you know, you had a guy talking to his son. So if the guy that has a compound and you protected him for a while, they could rescind the creature, anybody. And one of the things that I, I don't like where we're going to and is targeting families. I just don't believe that you should involve any kind of family. Even if the person, for example, like that senator or that person that is running for the Senate brings up the family, that's a no-go. Like, I don't know. It's just don't talk. No. Unless they're 18 years old, then yes, they're for a game. But I got a couple other tweets. For example, Hull says, you need to define porn. Have you seen some of the movies and nighttime shows? Seems to me that more than two-thirds watch sometimes of soft porn. I mean, two-thirds round are about soft porn. And that's what I was talking about. This TV show I was watching, the only reason I watch it is because it's bad. I like dirty jokes. I like, you know, that guy locker room talk that, you know, people learned about last year during the Trump uh, campaign. But I was like, okay, you know, a little bit dirty joke doesn't. But when I saw like, okay, now you're forcing me to watch something that I, Chris Cruz, feels uncomfortable watching. You you have to check yourself. And, and it's very sad that now Andrew is I mean, yeah, Andrew is completely right about, I mean, Dan Andros is completely right about, like, is now we're just being forced. And then, for example, Game of Thrones. Oh, my gosh. I, I But I can't live without it. That's Exactly. I mean? like, Absolutely. They, they make it so, and it, it's not even the, it's not even, I don't know. Like, I don't know. How often have you watched some of those shows where they, like, really, like, come hardcore with the porn? Like, first season of Game of Thrones. Oh, that was. Was, like, softcore porn. Absolutely. But, like. I mean, I was hooked, but like you definitely noticed when they dialed it back. Yes, they did. did Absolutely. It, now, did it seem like it wasn't as good to you? Yes, it was. It, it lost its right. It but lost that's, its that's thing. Awful. It was Game of Thrones was known as that. Like you watch Game of Thrones because you get to see some side. No, not no, because now it's side boobs. Before it was like completely naked people. Oh my god, she just took off. <gasps> oh, but now it's like. You, you know when did you ever watch a uh, True Blood with Anna Packin? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That was like I 
I, I love to watch like so you you as well like I, I always watch with your new wife I yes. always watch TV every yes. night whether they're doing a Netflix night yes. or something Amazon Prime whatever but most of these shows we don't we didn't feel uncomfortable together watching yeah and <laughs> you can't recommend it to your parents you're like hey mommy you should watch no 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 but <laughs> well, what can I watch um, Dora uh, the Explorer. You know. Let's go watch Dora the Explorer. <laughs> but here's another one, Spartacus. You remember when Spartacus came out? Oh, oh my gosh, that was such a good show. Such a good show. The, you're talking about the stars, the stars. Yeah, show. the stars show. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. But oh my gosh, I was like, can we cut it? Like that was not needed. That might have started that all that. Actually. Yes, I would, thank you for saying that. I believe that the gateway. Like the door opened once Spartacus came out, and they saw, oh my gosh, wait a minute, we can include some a little bit. By the way, that was not only soft, you know, softcore porn. That was like a little bit of uh, child sex trafficking and child having sex with with hookers back in the day. Now I get it. That was back in the day. You know, the Romans were you know very promiscuous, and there was no rule, and everybody was having sex <laughs> with everybody, the mother. But I'm like, can we not let? Like I'm telling, like. I want to, I want to watch it, but I don't want to be like, I want to watch this, <laughs> but I, um, I got to watch it in the dark, you know, like covered up. And I'm like, I don't want nobody to hear me watching this. Like, come on guys, check out, ch check out, uh, Dan Andros's, uh, online course. Seriously, just go and check it out. It, again, I want to, it's just another shout out to that setfreecourse.com. He just texted me back and he was like, oh crud. He forgot to mention a promo code. So if, oh, you, okay. if you type in the blaze all together, mm -hmm. you get 20% off. Wow. 20% off. And that was set, S-E-T, free.com? Uh, setfreecourse.com. Set. And then promo code, the blaze. Course.com. Um, See, because I'm getting that. Are yeah. you sure that's the website? Oh, that ain't. That's, that's not it. Set free. I don't know. We'll <laughs> clarify that. No, he just, he, just, he just texted it to me, like, right now. Like, if you see set free course. You huh. spelling it right? Am I spelling it right? While you while you figure that yes. out, I'm gonna go to Ron. Ron's on the hotline bling. Ron, how you doing, brother? You there, Ron? Yeah, um, I just want to make a comment on you know all the rioting and all that. Yes, sir. You know, as long as there's people like George Soros around, you know, funding all these groups. Yep. I don't think we're gonna have a chance. Hmm. Yeah, um, it, it, I'm really glad you said that. We were just looking at just now, like some of these groups that are um, that are pouring dark money into this. It's absolutely insane. You would there's a, there's a group called Democracy Alliance, and Democracy Alliance has contributed, I think, since 2005, over 600 billion dollars. Uh, t towards some of these progressive groups. And George Soros was a co-founder of it. The president just called that out. And a lot of people thought that it was like a conspiracy theory. I mean, just just ridiculous. But, Ron, thanks for bringing that up. Could I say one more thing? Yeah, yeah, please. Um, why isn't the IRS looking into his, um, what do you call them, them funds of them groups, them yeah. nonprofits? So, I um, mean, Al Capone, they got him on tax evasion. I... Uh, just another thought, I guess. Very true. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on, Ron. Appreciate it. Um, to answer his question, um, they uh, they actually it's very difficult. And I have Glenn has had me looking into these and pouring through this stuff for a yeah, long time. I wanted to ask you that too. Because like, why can't we hit them with a you know a stupid hey, you broke this law? So I I've looked. I went through at one point for his Open Societies Foundation. Okay. I went through about four or five years of their tax returns. And it is a ridiculous...
ridiculous dark web of hundreds of thousand dollars here, hundreds of thousands of dollars there, all over the place. And they use, it's so funny because they always talk about Republican dark money. And they always hit up like the Koch brothers and say, oh, you can't find, you know, they're making all this stuff, uh, you know, appear secret and you can't find it. Well, that's exactly the same thing they do. So they, I can't remember the actual code. It's not 501c3. It's like a 501c3 and then like, I don't know, some letter after that. Yeah, a bunch of little letters after that. <laughs> but basically, so when they when they set it up there, it's it's basically like a, it's a it's a nonprofit, but it's a nonprofit that the designation means that they don't have to disclose where they send a lot of this money. Uh well, that's shady already. It's very shady. That's sh- that's shady from us who already have in the system. It's and it's <laughs> and it's the same thing that they have always hit us on. They're like, oh, oh you always got yeah. But yeah. I, you would be, I mean, and Soros, Soros is definitely one of the big ones. He is, that is not a conspiracy theory. No. Whatsoever. He has got his fingers in that group that I'm going to have to do. I think I'm, I'm doing a bigger expose on that, on his group, the Democracy Alliance. But you would be absolutely floored. They, when you hear like some of the stuff they talk about, it's like, it's nuts. They, um, every, they do a, they do a conference, I think every year. Oh, wow. And it's, it's, it's very hush hush. It's very secret. I've gone through one that I've gone, I've sifted through the dark web and pulled out some documents that have been smuggled out of some of these places. Wow. It is fascinating. The, on, on their list of things that they want to get done are uh, reparations for okay. African Americans. Okay. Uh, um, of course, all the other like big ticket, you know, progressive, uh, you know, uh, you know, topics like, uh, you know, Medicare for all, for all um, single, you know, single payer health care, um, free college. Um, I think uh, a, a mandatory like minimum income. I mean, these radical, radical, you know, ideas. And the, and the scary thing is, is that these are uh, groups that are they're becoming mainstream. Like mm. this ideology is becoming mainstream. It's absolutely insane. Guys, I am going to break here in just a second. 888-900-3393 is the number. Please call in. Let us know what you think. We're going to come back right after this break with some calls. We'll be right back. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the Morning Blaze. Jason Butchell in for Doc Thompson, Chris Cruz. The number is 888-900-3393. We're going to Robert in Kentucky. How you doing, Robert? Uh, hey, good morning, guys. A um, couple things um, for hashtag what I learned today. Um, if you dial 800-900-3393 instead of 888-900-3393, you actually get into a sex line. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's legit. Whoa. I was talking about, that's crazy. I was talking about, Hey, don't watch porn. And all of a sudden, if you change the numbers, you get a porn line. That is awesome, Robert. Thank you. Bringing for, the knowledge. Thanks, yes, Robert. Thank you, Robert. No, did you participate or is that off yeah. topic? No, no. I'm like, okay. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah. So, Dealing with the wedding thing, uh, I'm actually getting married at the end of the month. And, oh, congrats. Uh, awesome. Thanks. Um, the kind of planning that has to go into a wedding, and especially uh, if this is his only daughter, 
uh, with that, I know, but this is something they've been having to plan on for months. And, and we're having a small wedding, so depending on how big it is as well, uh, there's a lot of uh, moving parts that go into that. And for for him to have to miss that after they've worked so hard to, to put that together yeah. um, with something that came up just a couple of weeks ago, I think that, you know, he, he I think he made the right choice because uh, Jason, as you said, it's his family, especially if it's his only daughter, then it's a memory that he would never be able to get back. Absolutely. So, I completely agree with Robert. Robert, thanks for calling in. Appreciate your perspective on that. Thanks, brother. Um, I, uh, I completely agree with Robert there. Like it says, so I get yours. I get who tweeted in earlier and I get Chris, your um, perspective, but I, um, I think it says something about a man, a man that we are trusting with, uh, this major decisions that affect the, 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 Mm -hmm. our country. If his priorities are in a right place, okay. if your priorities are in a right place, which in my opinion are God family, then your job. Okay. Then I I, comp- I I have more trust and faith in your ability to do why I put you there. If 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 I know that that's where your priorities are personally, that's just me. But I, I but this this was a this is a weird case because it was so pivotal, so pivotal. And if if there wouldn't have been a plan in place mm. to rush him in case they didn't have the votes, because if they wouldn't have had the votes, they basically just would have like they would have halted it. And uh, they would have uh, they would have halted the vote mm-hmm. and delayed it to where he could get back. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that was what, what was in place. And I think that he actually like announced before that that they did have a plan in place if there Good. if something happened. Good. Good. But just 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 if but but just on on the basis of you know Senator Daines. I, I mean, if you're listening to this, uh, I think your heart's in the right uh, place, brother. And uh, I mean, you know, we were never supposed to be this like we were we were never supposed to be this focused on government. No, we and, just weren't. And it's funny because I think I don't know who I was having this conversation with. And it's like if this is a woke nation where everybody's paying attention, everybody's participating, everybody's informed—well, not really informed—but everybody's participating. I do not want this. Yeah, because it's we have people trying to claw through their bronze doors of the Supreme Court <laughs> because of a person allegations towards another person that came literally at the last minute. Yeah. So if this is what it, if this is a nation woke, I want everybody to go back to sleep. Yeah. I absolutely don't want anybody to know anything about the government other than like, you know, the back in the day were just a certain few white Christian males knew and everybody, (laughs) by the way, I feel so bad if you're white Christian and you're male. Yeah. Because it's unbelievable. The amount of, of hate towards and the social you right and the, and the, and it's the social justice uh like i don't know the the end game is so laughably ridiculous yes because like right now it's they're all like yeah you know like you know you know everyone they hate women it's a war on women you okay. know and like always breathe the women okay well what if it's a african american woman versus a white woman the, the, then does it shift yeah. Now, 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 let's say if it's the current trend, then it goes to the African American woman. Okay. What if now it's a lesbian, uh, lesbian Ooh. woman, lesbian African American so, woman? So does she then trump the, the, the just regular African American woman? Wow. Or the straight? That's not regular, but the straight African American woman. Regular. I'll take a regular. Okay, but then what if there's a what if it's a trans? Oof. After that. So then you have to bump it up. The bump up, yeah. And it doesn't. And, it, and if we're going off the standards of just today, it does not matter if you know uh, 
It, it doesn't matter the accusation. No. If they're accused, if we're going off the standard today, then that means that they're that they're guilty. Uh, guilty. Absolutely. You know what happened to you know that this is not the Martin Luther King society, Martin Luther King Jr. society. That I mean, I thought it was like you know there was supposed to be a day where we were judged by the content of our character, not by our gender, not by our the color of our skin, not even by our political affiliation. Strictly on the content of our character. It's funny you say that because um, Cory Booker uh, was uh, he voted. And he, as soon as he voted, he left for Iowa and he spoke against, you know, Kavanaugh and oh, the president. You're, you're, you're kind of making the case that this was a political stunt to begin with. Right? <laughs> and guess what he said? He said, um, well, well, he talked about how, you know, the, he's, you know, the presidential chops. And then he offers some message of hope in light of presidential Trump's, you know. But then he started quoting some Dr. Martin Luther King. During his 45-minute speech. Crazy Eyes Booker? Co- uh, okay. Yes! What did he say? Oh, I don't know what he said. Oh, my But gosh. because we don't have, you know, I was trying to get the audio. I just cannot find the audio of him talking, you know. But I'm like, so you did a 45-minute speech, and where you, you he addressed, you know, American ideals, you know, touching in iconic leaders like Martin Luther King. What do you have to say? Like, oh, yeah, identify, you know, I believe in, the, if you believe in the same things that Mar- Martin Luther King believed, you will not be doing what you're doing right now. He's totally running. He's totally. Oh running. yeah, absolutely. Oh, he, absolutely. The the 2020 uh, debate stage is going to be pay per view level entertainment. I mean, yes. forget UFC, forget boxing, yes, forget movies. This they literally should charge admission for this. Just think yeah. about this. Crazy eyes Booker. Yes. You're going to have Kamala Harris, yes. which now they seem like allies, but they're going to turn yes, on each other. Absolutely. Um, possibly Senator Warren. Oh, she, not possibly. Senator Warren. Senator Warren. Um, uh, Bernie Sanders. Yes. Okay, so all four of them ideologically are kind of similar, but they're all going to turn on each other. Absolutely. So it's like how, I mean, so that right there, but then you have Joe friggin Biden, probably. Probably. I mean, I would pay paper. I would do pay per view just to watch Biden debate with himself up there. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> we seen an increased sight of the Hillary Clinton. She was in a TV show. I think it was Murphy Brown. Then she appeared on Madam Secretary. I think. I think she's also there too. Hillary? Is that what yeah. you said? Oh come! Please no. I. Think, I mean, come on. Why is stop. she? Why is she on these TV shows? You know like, what? Okay, well, fine. Like, well, great. She she was. It's not going to change the fact that she was a horrible candidate. No, you know no, what I mean. No, it's nothing's going to change. No. So if that's what they want to do, then by all means, hand us the election again. <laughs> by all means, go ahead and do it. I don't. You know, there's a, the problem today is, and especially why these people can become popular. Basically, like just outed outed socialists. They're not even trying to hide it. Is because there's no one here really to teach conservative principles. There's no one here to teach those anymore. We don't have um, Republican leaders that are, I don't think, that are true advocates of the cause of conservatism. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't, I mean, I, I love a lot of Donald Tr- uh, President Trump's uh, policies. I have no issue with most of them besides tariffs, which I'm very much against. But I have no issue with some of the uh, other policies. What's your hashtag? But at, at Jason Buttrell? No, the hashtag. Oh, hashtag tariff again. There it is. <laughs> I don't have a problem with them. But there's not a Reagan. There's not a Reagan that like mm. was a was a true convert, and he became a conservative after like you know years of being like a, G, a GE spokesman and really going through this stuff and learning it from the ground. He was an FDR Democrat. Mm. FDR Democrat made this big conversion, but there's nobody there anymore. Now 
We seriously, we need someone to be able to teach to the young people, to the younger crowd, true conservatism. That's what we need. Do we have we anybody that can do that? I, I don't think so. I, I really don't. Nobody that is in power right now. You've got the like, Senate, the Congress. You don't think none of those people you, can be that person? You've got like a Mike Lee. You've got like a Ted Cruz. You got, but none of those can sell it to a younger audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Reagan had charisma. He, he was an actor. He could do these things, but we don't really have that anymore. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 depressing. But we need somebody that can step in and be, and be that voice, be that beacon, and can do that. Or we need groups that can do that for us. Yeah. Now I, I'm super crazy excited because we have coming up very soon. I think after this next break, yes. we have someone that's representing a group that really is at the at the core teaching conservative principles. Absolutely. I mean, it, 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 it's an amazing story. Um, I cannot wait. I wish he was in here right now because I really, I just cannot wait to tell you this. But we need someone that that can do that. Yeah. I mean, because really, I mean, besides, if true conservatism really is is about you taking responsibility for yourself. So if you have a, if you have an issue with, let's say, I don't know, like um, you know, feeding the hungry. Okay. Now, a leftist view on feeding the hungry is: look, we need to we need to tax uh, we need to tax people so that we can get more money, so that we the government can have it. And then they can, in turn, um, dole that money out. That's the leftist view. Now, a conservative's view, not the right's view, but a conservative's view would be like, no, forget that. We're doing that on our own. You guys have screwed this up. You guys in the government. Mm. We are going to take it from here. This is our job. The hungry are our people. We're going to take it from here. Now, there are groups all over the country right now that are doing things like that, but they don't get a lot of media coverage. Mm -hmm. You rarely ever hear about them. Ever. And it's ridiculous. And But here at The Morning Blaze, yeah. we are tired of that, and we are not going to let that stand. Absolutely not. So coming up after the, after this pretty soon, we are going to have somebody uh, We're going to have somebody on that exemplifies that. Um, I want to, you know what, I, you know, I just, I don't, I don't think I can top that. I think that, uh, I think I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. That's a tease. That's we'll, good. We'll be right back. Morning Blaze, after this. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. This is The Morning Blaze. Jason Butchell, filling in for Doc Thompson. This is... The real Chris Cruz at the real Chris Cruz. It is to my left, and this is uh, at Jason Buttrell. <laughs> I think uh, we should do that. You me, introduce me, and I introduce your Twitter handle. I, I like I, it. I, yeah, I, I mean, mean, again, we don't have a hashtag. No, we anymore, don't. By so. the way, before we get to our guest, was it weird that Glenn Beck was just staring at us there and did not say anything? Kind of messed with me a little bit. It messed with me. I'm here trying to read a quote, and I'm like. Okay, are you gonna come in? Are you gonna what? What are you doing, boss? I, I really, th- I really actually thought he was. Gonna I come thought in he was gonna come in because we just had the conversation of like he's gonna come in and just wrap us up, hog tie us, and then take us out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, is he gonna do that? Like we were joking, boss. You we know? got the approved smile. I, I know that smile. I think it was an approval smile. That is an approval smile so, of what? It was well. 
It wasn't the Andy Dufresne uh, Shawshank Redemption that, where you know they were, they were uh, trying to bust the door down and get. Oh, us by off the, the way, a uh, uh, <laughs> follower just told us that I could watch that on Netflix, so I'll be watching that today. We could digest it tomorrow if you want. That we've, that's got to get done before you sit down and do another show. For I, will, that's I will. That's got to get done tonight. I, I will watch that and then we can. I could give you my opinion. How old is this movie? Oh, old, like crazy old. It, like, okay, it's okay. Like so I don't feel that old. bad. Okay, I don't feel that bad then. Something like that. I'm only 28, so. Baby. <laughs> um, I want to get back to this. Uh, I want to get back onto this theme of, you know, con- true conservative principles. Taking um, taking re- responsibility f- in your own hands. Like oh, we yeah. don't like I think viewer, uh, listeners that are that are if you're watching this or listening to this, this is really in your wheelhouse. You believe on you believe in taking responsibility for yourself. If let's say someone is prov- I mean. Let's say there's a problem with, uh, I don't know, let's say um, let's say men's issues. Let's say that there's a problem either with addiction or yeah. if they just got a prison or that there's, there's, there's problems. And you say, look, this is an issue that I really uh, have, a, have, a, have a passion for and I want to do something about it. Are we going to wait for someone to do it for us? Mm. Are we going to wait for the government to step in and do it for us? Or are we just going to do it ourselves? If you're a true conservative slash libertarian, you're going to... Grab that mantle. You're gonna pray on it, and God says yes. You're gonna walk. You're gonna go, and you're gonna pick it up yourself. Absolutely. So I am ridiculously honored to have Keisha Russell. She's in. She's with First Liberty, and she's defending a group called Point of Connection. Keisha, thanks for being with us. Absolutely, it's my pleasure. So really quick for everyone, like, so I just heard this. I'm gonna get you to restate <laughs> all of this because I was just captivated by the story. Can you tell? Just first of all, set up Point of Connection. Who are they, and what do they do? So Point of Connection Ministries is this wonderful church in Joseph, Oregon, that has a piece of property that they want to use as a clean and sober living house. So basically men who are coming out of life struggles, which happens to all of us, either just coming out of jail or suffering from addiction or homelessness, and they really want to change their lives. And Point of Connection and the president, Neil Isley, have um, set up a program where these men can come and get get really good support, counseling, life skills, um, devotions, and really address some of the spiritual issues going on in their lives as well. Um, and so that's what they do. It's a really, really amazing program. All self-funded, or are they, are they getting any kind of like state help? or any Absolutely not. Help? It's at no cost to the taxpayer. So, you know, they do their own fundraising, and they provide all of that wow. to these men um, because Neil, as the president, He's very convicted to to help men in this in this place. So that's what he wants to do with his life. So before I get into one thing, just, how is so the, the community? How is the is the is the community all on board with this program? Is is, is everyone like I'm not talking about anybody that's any kind of government uh, position or anything, just like the, the people that live there. Are they pretty supportive of this church and what they're doing? I think it's a mixed bag, really. I think it's just um, some people not understanding exactly what they do and the people who, who do understand what they do. Um, lots of support. Um, really understand the value of this kind of ministry and how immeasurable it is to help people in this place and what they can go on to do in the community. Do, so, you, do you know just off the top of the head like how many people they've helped? No, I don't. I think I know that the minute, the uh, house that they have now, they're seeking to help five to fifteen men mm. at a time. So if you think about you know um, over a year or two, these men cycling through, how many men that would be? 
you know, in years from now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there is there a government equivalent to to something like this, like in in, in the in the town that they're at? In Wallowa County, not that I know of. So so of. so if any of these other issues that they have, there's literally nowhere to go for them to go to get any help. It's hard right? to to get help for things like this, especially you know when you have such a mixed bag. You know, they help all kinds of men um, who are just struggling and. Sometimes you just don't know where to go. Is this men-centered? Yes. So they just help. This is unbelievable. Yeah. There's a, come on. There's, I don't want to sound like, but you got all these places where they help women and women and women. And this guy is trying to help men. And somehow the government's like, no. Okay. So, so yeah. So let's go there. So I, I can't <laughs> yeah. imagine how anybody would be against a program like this because it seems like a win-win all across the yes. board. Mm-hmm. But apparently, Keisha, someone has a problem with this, right? Yeah. Uh, the planning commission, the first time uh, point of connection applied, they were denied. And so the planning commission has been, you know, gracious enough to, to allow them to apply again, which First Liberty helped them to do okay, wait, last b- week. Denied under what grounds? Well, just that they don't feel like what they're doing fits in the overall um, environment that they're in, the neighborhood. On whose standards? So. <laughs> Who is this? Wow, like, so, like zoning or something like that? It is. It's is a that? zoning situation. Oh, so it, it's a lot of legal mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm. I won't bore you with it, but we are grateful that they have another opportunity to mm. apply, and we're hoping that the Planning Commission will grant the permit this time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Because of zoning, they're not allowed to help people. So it's like, do they are in this in this community? They also arrest people that are like selling lemonade on the on the <laughs> corner to the kids. Are they also doing that? I hope not. <laughs> so uh, what is so they got denied the first time because yeah. of zoning issues. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. second time, have you guys cleared it through the zoning? Like what what is different from the first time filing the the this. Uh, uh, the application. application so yeah. we just really tried to emphasize that this is a church, a religious, a religious organization, which totally fits into the environment that the, that the house sits in right now. And really emphasizing just the need for this kind mm-hmm. of program in the community and the fact that it's no cost. To is, the taxpayer. The, is the house uh, in uh, church property or is it away from the church property? It's away from the, mm. it's actually the the ministry sits in, on that residence on okay. that property. So it's not like a separate church building mm. or anything. It's. Just this residence where they would house all these men, and it's a really incredible program. When really is the is. so? When is when is when will you find out if the application the application yeah. is approved or denied? Is that it come? won't be until about the end of November. Wow! Um, until we know for sure what's going on, we'll we'll hear from them in the next couple of weeks about uh, the status of the application, making sure everything is complete and all of that. But really, knowing whether we have the permit will be about the end of November. So, what so. about the house right now? Is it shut down? Yeah, they can't operate without the permit. You know, you got to be legal. Wow. So. See, so this, this is this seems yeah. like one of those like torch bearing issues. Yes, it really does. Like it's, and I haven't said that many times. There's been a few times when you can say, look, this is obviously something that you should get by. Like if you're uh, if you're against some kind of big government ridiculous like regulated program, I mean, this is about as filthy as it gets. Yes. I mean, really ridiculous. And yeah. I'm, I'm saying these words because I, I, you probably want to, but probably can't. <laughs> so I'm just going to channel you. Like, really quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's frustrating because I think this is the kind of program local government should encourage and support. Absolutely. You know, so I just want to see that happen. Yeah, because know? again, it goes back to, okay, what if this was... I I, don't, I hate playing this game. What if this was a house for for battered women, a mm-hmm. woman that just you know suffered like some kind of uh, you know domestic violence? Would they be this harsh? 
Mm-hmm. Like, I really do not want to play this game, but like, I feel like I'm being cornered to be like, so you don't want to help men out? Like, seriously, <laughs> like you say men is the problem and we have all this Me Too movement and there's a house here that is at no taxpayer spent. You don't want to like at least be like, okay, zoning issue. Then we'll definitely, you know, hey, we have a zoning issue. Let's talk about this. Is Let's there, is there, a woman, is there an equivalent pro- a program for women in this um, and Well, I, not that I know of. Okay. Not that I know of. All right. Yeah. Um, so this can't be cheap, right? Like this is this is this takes resources. Like mm-hmm. is there is there any way people can I mean, if they're feeling as strongly about this as I am, they're gonna want to actually pitch in and help out. So is there anything that where people can go to, look up on the website, whatever, and donate and say, mm-hmm. I wanna help fund uh this fight? Absolutely. You can go to firstliberty.org. And you can check out the video that we made about this program um, and meet Neil and Corinne, his wife, and see what they have to say about how many people they've helped. And mm. also, you can even hear from some of the men that they've helped on that video. Uh, but firstliberty.org, you'll be able to find information about that and all of our other cases as well, which we fight pretty relentlessly. So what what is the what's the backup plan here? Like if if uh, okay if the application is denied again. Like what is like I don't know does it does it remain remain in the legal uh, realm or do they are they are there other options that they have to explore after that legal realm yes um hope hopefully we don't have to go beyond just applying but you know there's all sorts of options there you know there's the courts as well so we're hoping that you know we won't have to go that far and the planning commission will just see how valuable this is and grant the permit and. Be a happy ending, a quick one. Have they uh, have they discussed uh, maybe even if it's a zoning issue, moving to like to a different zone so they continue to work? I know that's got to be ridiculously expensive. It would be really difficult because they are they've already got this property. It's pre- it's prepped, it's ready to go for these men. Uh, so it would be difficult to move the location right now. So how big is this town? It's pretty pretty tiny. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, it's like I'm looking around the office as if, is it bigger than this office? But oh, wow. <laughs> you know, it's oh, wow. really small. It's a really, so, really small community. Where's, yeah. this count, uh, where's this town at? Blaua County is in Joseph. Uh, it's in Oregon. Okay. So it's about three hours south of Spokane, Washington Airport. That's okay. how long it took us to get there from the airport. So it's wow. a really tiny rural community. And if people, you know, of course, we always, you know, uh, around this segment. So, so if people are with this, having this issue, they can also contact you guys. You know, and say, hey, we're having a zoning issue. They're not help. You know, they're not uh, helping us out. So you guys also represent them pro bono as well, right? Absolutely, religious organizations. We try to help as much as we can. Um, and yes, we do. We do help them pro bono for free. And it's actually my honor to do that. I'm I'm really awesome. blessed to be doing that work. So is this is, is there any case law behind some of this stuff where it's been proved? Yeah, so federal law does allow religious organizations to exist in zones. Um, uh, ARLUPA, the Religious Land Use and Institutionalized Persons Act, it's kind of a mouthful, that but is. it does it does protect religious organizations in this in this situation. And so we did present that argument to oh, the planning okay. commission as well. So, yeah, I I'm I, do you have you ever thought that maybe this is a religious thing? Like this is, uh, it's not just a zone. It's not just a merely just a case of zoning and them following the rules that way. But it's actually like discriminatory. You know, and I know you, you can't speculate. <laughs> There's limits on what you can say. <laughs> you know, yeah, you you hate to speculate, but you know we wouldn't be here if we didn't think that yeah. there's some element of that 
you know, mm-hmm. present. So I'm picking up what you're setting down. This is a, this is a religious thing. <laughs> it's discriminatory against religion, against Christians. I got it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Miss Russell did not say that. I said that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like I hate to play this game, but sometimes it's like you're forced to play the game. It's like, is this because I am a Christian? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> right. In your case, it's totally because you're Puerto Rican. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> and in my case, it would be like, you know, this is a place to help men uh, stay away from addiction. I'd be like, all right, buddy, let's go. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> I'll be a Brett Kavanaugh of, of my new house that I'm holding for men. <laughs> um, really quick, Miss um, Russell, uh, First Liberty is, is your organization. That's yes. your firm. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then Point of Connection is the is is the group. Can you tell us really quick, just let everybody know, again, if you want to get involved in this, if you want to find out more about um, Point of Connection, or if you want to donate some of your money even, which I highly, highly recommend you do, how do they do that? Yes, go to firstliberty.org or pointofconnection.org. Um, firstliberty.org, you can find out all kinds of information about other cases. You can uh, donate. You can get on our mailing list. You can find out more about me, Keisha Russell. And um, yeah, meet our whole team on there. Her name is Keisha Russell. Uh, Keisha Russell. She's got her cape on and she is fighting the good fight. Please go check them out. Keisha, thanks a lot for being on, on with us. We'll be right back. Thank you. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. Jason Butchel. And for Doc Thompson. Sorry, this is, this is going to be rough for me to uh, do this introduction because I just looked over on Chris's Sorry. computer. And I, I, did I see Pornhub? Yes, Pornhub was up on my computer. Sarah, do not look at me like he was that. Not, okay? He was not actually on it. And no. our boss is like right in front of us yes. like with this horrified was, look. It was, I was I mean, not watching porn <laughs> in the middle of the commercial break. Someone tweeted at us and it was from Pornhub. So... Hitting up the speaking to the Twitters. <laughs> what is that Twitter? Because you probably should probably explain that. Yeah. That so, we we were, so as we were just talking about uh, the uh, the that website. Uh, by the way, setfreecourse.com is the. It says tired of losing the porn, uh, the battle against porn. Uh, the problem is if you put setfreecourse.com, it's not going to work. You have to put www.setfreecourse.com ah. and you'll get it. But it's Did you figure that out or did someone worse? I tweeted? figured it out. Ah, yeah, nice I figured thing. it out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, promo code The Blaze. The Blaze, 20% yeah. Off, and you get way, 20% off. It's not bad. Uh, but it says, uh, it has like, the, it's a meme. It says Pornhub. Error. You watch every GD video you, we have. Jesus, you need to go out and have a hobby or something, you sick bastard. What? It's this? just a meme. It's a meme. Oh. Yeah, it's just a meme. It's like you watch too much porn. You literally watch the entire website. Go find yourself alive. And that's that's very interesting because um, we just got done talking about addiction. We got done talking about porn uh, porn addiction. We just talked about uh, addiction like alcohol and people trying to help each other. And the government just steps in. I cannot. That There's nothing. That is exactly why I am sickened over an over-oppressive left-leaning government that right there i mean if i mean it's but i was i was joking about like you know 
arresting people that are selling lemonade on the uh, you know, lemonade stands. But that right there is the same oh, thing. You've absolutely. Got, you've got a group that is try, actually trying to do something for their fellow man. They're actually they're raising their own money. They're not doing anything wrong, and they're trying to help people. That is absolutely insane. And because of a zoning issue? I mean, I'm so, I, I, just, I have a hard time. Like, Keisha well, was being very, very diplomatic there. Yes, absolutely. I don't, I don't believe for a second that there's not some kind of ulterior motive with that, and, and they're not directly going after this Well, church. one of the things about uh, First Liberty, you know, they defend people that are, that are having their First Amendment infringed. So right, that right there will say a lot. But I love how, you know, she was being very, you know, like... I'm not going to comment on this one. You guys got it, right? Wink, wink, and nod, nod. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> but it's funny because uh, Hams brings out an interesting point, and I, and I really do not want to believe it, but I guess we do. Um, if Taylor Swift saying things surprises people, they're not paying attention. If Taylor Swift saying things? Yeah, like what she said about the Democratic, uh, you know, not supporting Marsha Blackburn, supporting the other guy. Um, and it's... If you're not, you know, if you're surprised about that, then you're not paying attention. But here's the thing: because it's so prevalent yes. within. Well, yeah, no, but I it's agree. Taylor but, Swift, but she was she was staying she out was of it. USA. She was like the only left thing that you could say Taylor Swift equivalent to United States of America. I, I, I mean, I, I was actually, I, I'm not a, I'm not a T Swizzy fan, but Is that I what was they call like, T Swizzies. I, I'm using yeah. That's what the kids are saying nowadays. Okay. All right, Grandpa. But um, but I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan. But I was like, I, but I did respect the fact that she wasn't willing to wade into that. You know, like the, she wasn't willing to wade into those waters. Not, I mean, that's it's it's rare. Yeah. And like Dan was hitting hitting it right on the head there. It's like they're all doing this. So like it's not brave at all for you no. suddenly to step out and jump on this bandwagon of yeah, let's trash let's trash the GOP, let's trash the president, let's trash conservatives. That's not brave. No, absolutely. You're not. just joining the mob is all you're yes. doing. And it's very sad because uh I've been talking to Marsha Blackburn's people and I believe she's going to join us on Wednesday nice. to talk about nice. this because it's is very interesting of all the claims that she has put on Instagram, who goes into Instagram and says, this is my beliefs, you know, it's very stupid of her to do that. But anyways, so I believe I, Marsha Blackman will join us on Wednesday to talk about this because I don't, Dan was right about every point that Taylor Swift tried to make was a talking point. Yeah, you're typical. There was, there was no like critical thinking of like, okay, I sat down and looked at the uh, the gender gap of payment. Okay, no, that's not true. Oh, the LGBT rights. Nobody's, come on. Nobody's denying anything about the LGBTs. They were the one that forced us. Yeah, something. So, so it's very sad to see that Taylor Swift got you know got involved. Just well, stay away. Speaking, you know what's brave? Staying away. Well, speaking of, well, this person didn't stay away. But speaking of not joining the mob and actually going against the mob, Kanye West, man. Oh, like, do we have do we have the we audio do. of Kanye West? We, we have the video of Kanye West doing an interview with uh, TMZ, and this interview is bonkers. Check this out. I would love it, Kanye, if you would not wear that hat. It would make me and a lot of other people feel better. In fact, why don't we say, please take off the hat, Kanye? How's that? Is that good? Ah, uh, then I won't do it. Because you have a right to wear it, but exactly. First Amendment, baby. First Amendment. I have a right First to express my view on it. Yes, but you, it's power versus force. No, it's not force. I'm not forcing anything. You have an absolute right to wear that hat. I will respect that. 
I have a problem with what it stands for. Well, it doesn't stand for that for me. So if you listen to hip hop and you don't like the word and they saying it and embracing like this is my obviously uh, possessive is not good anyway. But the if you don't like hip hop, then don't listen to hip hop. Then, then fair to say the hat does not represent your support of Donald Trump. This is Kanye thinking how to answer that question. And still thinking. Still thinking. And he's thinking. There we go. First of all is, I am American, and I support and give my ideas and support and brilliance to whoever ends up in office. That's my stance as an American. I support our president. Bottom line, no matter who they are. Come on. African-American unemployment is, I think, the lowest it's ever been. Yes. Um, wages are busting out through the roof. Economy is boosting. I don't... When he said... When he said... I, I just... I, I cannot... Like, I, I worked in, in Los Angeles mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. Worked with a lot of Hollywood people. Protected as, a lot of these people. As what? As an executive protection. Oh, okay, got it. And... Um, Every single one of them are part of this religious cult. Every single one of them. Now, it's it's not even like, oh, well, 90% of them are these like leftist, you know what? No, no, no. It's 99.9%. Wow. It is so rare, but even still, if if any of them weren't part of this cult, then they would be so scared to be bludgeoned to death that they would be quiet. And that's exactly what's happening with Kanye right now. Now, I don't think that he is everything about him is legit, really. Oh, yeah, same here. He's goes against the grain for the publicity, basically. He's a promoter. He's yeah. there to serve, to serve Kanye. Right. So. And, but I don't... But even if it's not, he's actually... Br- he's, he's bringing to light some very, very real questions. Like, literally, like, look, you just because you were born a certain way, just because you are in a certain area code or you were born with a certain color of skin does not behold you to any kind of political philosophy. Absolutely. It doesn't. You actually have to step out. You have to look at it from a distance and say, what What really, how am I better off by being a part of this group, a part of this ideology, or, or, or you know, or, how am I better off? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, there's nothing really to show for it. Well, when he said, I, when, when he was, what's his name? Harvey? Oh, Levin? yeah, the guy or, from no, TMZ. Not Harvey yeah. Whatever his name is. Yeah. When he was like, I, I don't like what it stands for. Shut up. What does it stand for? Thank you. It's a red hat. Right. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Good morning, Blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is the Morning Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Jason Butchel. With me as always, I'm Ben Sames. and keep yes. that rolling here. Yes. 
Thank at you. the real Chris Cruz. By the way, I realize I've never co-hosted a show with you. Is this the first time? This is the first time. Crazy. Yeah, and I'm excited because I get to learn. You get to learn. I get to learn from, from you. the nerd himself. From the nerd himself. You know, I'm tired of learning. F- Hold on, how, how did I put this in my head? I'm tired of learning about things through Glenn Beck. Now I get it from the source. Uh-huh. Like, the drinking, man behind the man. Yes, I'm drinking straight from the spigot right now. Give me some The notes. guy behind the guy. Because it's very interesting. Uh, most of the <laughs> topics that I sent you to talk about today are topics that are important for me, but I just don't know how to digest it. Yeah. So I figured, and then you named this, this is uh, Around the World with Jason Patro. So we're gonna start this. We need we need some kind of like cool graphic or like okay. intro for that. Yes. But yes, around the world. Oh, and wait till we get to Big Concept Wednesday, which I started. I started that on the Pat and Lee show. We're gonna roll that right in the morning. Big Concept. Big Concept Monday or Wednesday. Wednesday, dude. Yeah. I am excited. It's gonna be three action-packed hours of mind-blowing <laughs> awesomeness. Okay, let's get done with today because I th- I like <clears throat> I want you to run your background again. Where'd you come from? Because it was like, why why you want to learn from Jason Butro? Jason, give me your resume. So yeah, I was um I was a counterintelligence uh, intelligence analyst in the United States Marine Corps, and uh, I did uh, about well, about five years uh, okay. doing that, and that was right at uh, September 11th, okay. right during that time. So that was a, this was a time when like it was peacetime. Mm. I was literally doing it to pay for my college. And uh, none of us, it was crazy, none of us actually thought that anything was going to happen at that point. You know, it was like literally just we're going to kind of go out and play, you know, play, play military and, you know, get our college paid. And that, that was about it. Call duty. But we were, <laughs> yeah, straight up. But we were like, we were literally on, I was on my first deployment and we were like having some OJ t- or uh, some, uh, some, sh- some shore leave in Australia. And we looked up on the, on the screen and saw the Twin Towers come down. Wow. It was absolutely insane. I've told this story before, but um, yeah, they, they, took, they took us straight off, you know, out of where we were at. I was in a sports bar just eating and drinking some beers. And they took us straight out to the, uh, to the boats. We got on the boats and we're like, what the heck's going on? Got us all up onto the flight deck and they were like, and the, I never forget it, the colonel uh, of, our, of the Marine group was like, men, our, uh, he goes, my, uh, my father, your grandfather's day of infamy was December 7, 1941, mm. Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. He goes, history will come to learn that today was your day of infamy. Wow. September 11th, 2001. And then he told us what happened. He goes, we're headed straight to the coast of Pakistan and wow. wait for our uh, invasion orders. That's exactly what we did. It was crazy. But um, so anyway, so that's where I kind of cut my teeth on like uh, intelligence gathering, you know, uh, analyzing some of this stuff. Uh, I then work, went, went to work for a threat assessment company, went to work for uh, Glenn, protecting him and his family. And then I just went straight into research after that and just kept it going. Uh, we got some interesting topics that uh, happened last week. Crazy news on, on about China, about ISIS, about Iran, about Russia. Uh, where to begin? So I I think I want to start with ISIS because a lot of uh, a lot of people think that this is like a, a threat that has gone away. Um, I will I will give major props to uh, the Trump administration for doing what they've been doing and actually having the you know the balls to do what Obama. I mean, the plan to defeat ISIS was on Obama's desk. Okay, they just would not pull the trigger. Now they said because they wanted to wait for the incoming president to do it. 
I mean, I guess you could say that, but I don't know why you would wait to destroy the enemy. The, yeah, the most dangerous terror group. The people that are trying to kill us. The people that have restored the <laughs> caliphate, for crying out loud. The what? Yeah, right? Like I, the, I don't, That's not a thing, though. Saying that pre-Glenn Beck on Fox News was, was tantamount to crazy town. Now wow. it's just like everyone's like, yeah, okay, fine. He was right, and that's yes. just like... That's just the way it is, right? <laughs> um, but but no, but ISIS is not. They are they are not defeated. And I want to I want to before I get into the story that we were looking at uh, that kind of gave like a little update. Mm-hmm. I just want to tell you about I I I guess it was now 2016 December 2016 was my last trip to Iraq. Okay, I went on a fact finding mission for Glenn uh, to see what was going on. Oh, this is civilian world. Yes. Okay, got it. Got yeah, it, got it, got it. this was uh, like what, like a year and a half ago. Or okay, something like that. is that the one you went with Dan? That was no, that was the first trip. Okay, so that was like that was like 2015. Okay, uh, we did a couple trips, but um, so I, I went uh, back in uh, December 2016, and um, I wanted to see that was right when they were kicking off the battle for uh for Mosul mm. to, to, to take Mosul back. So Mosul had at that point had been in ISIS hands for about two years. Wow. Um, it's crazy. Like, uh, ISIS had about, I don't know, I think 2000 fighters. They took over a town that had around 30,000 police and military in it. Think about that. 2000. This is their like 300 Sparta moment. Yeah. So you can imagine how Mosul like galvanized ISIS and they really thought that, okay, yeah, now maybe this, uh, prophecy stuff is legit. Like Mm -hmm. they were the most devote. And they were not leaving. Like, wow. and this, and and the amount of international uh, support they got from this, as far as like jihadis coming over from all across the world, flooded in after that. Wow, flooded in. So when Mosul was getting was was about set to get liberated, I went out there. I think it was, the operation started in October, and I went. I got on the ground. I think the maybe the end of November or the beginning of December, something like that. And the story that I thought I was going to get, I thought I was going to get a bunch of like embedded stuff with the uh, with the Iraqi military watching them, uh, you know, uh, going, you know, basically street to street, rooting them out. But that was interesting. But what was even more interesting was I got to see the suburbs of Mosul and I got to see the state of the towns that 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 ISIS left them in. Now, this was crazy, guys. We were walking, we were, I was going through on some of these patrols with some Kurdish soldiers and we were like, there were IEDs everywhere. Like IEDs, everywhere. They were, it was like nothing to them. They were like, they would walk through, they would clip one, pick one up, hand it to me. I'm like, what are you kidding me? I ain't going to touch that thing. It was like crazy. <laughs> but like, but what really stood out in my mind wasn't that. It was the guerrilla warfare mm. that, and you're in the military as well. Yeah. So we've all seen some kinds of like guerrilla yes. warfare, whether it's, if it's classes or whatever, or the real thing, but we've all seen it. Like, you know, like, I don't know, like Vietnam level or something like that. This was Vietnam level times a thousand. They were tunnels litter the grounds all around Mosul, even still to this day. Like they were like there were tunnels that they had found tunnels the size of vehicles. Like you could actually drive a car into these tunnels and just pop out like in a random place. You hear some of like even today you hear about how ISIS just showed up out of nowhere and like, you know, killed a ton of people and then moved off. And they're like, where the heck did they come from? They're digging these tunnels under the ground. I've got a special coming out like soon that you're going to have to check out. I got images of how they're doing these things. It's, really? The ingenuity is insane. Basically, what they did was is they welded like teeth onto the end of like a, a car wheel. They like hooked actual human teeth? No, no, like oh. uh, uh, the, uh, like these like like steel. Like, oh, got it, got it, got it. Like got just it. sharp yeah. objects. Okay. That look like teeth. So I'm like, whoa. Welded them on there, hooked that up to a drive shaft, hooked up a V12 engine to the end of it. 
and then they use that as their driller. Mm. Drilling through like rock and all kinds of stuff okay. with this, but yeah. they, that's how they were able to do this. So it was stuff like that. It was um, they were uh, they they made it to where they could just pop up in houses, and they had like they did they like had holes in the ceiling where they were shooting mortars out of the holes in the ceiling. The amount of gorilla the guerrilla warfare has gone. I mean, the things that they've learned. I was like, this is going to be ridiculously ridiculously dangerous yes. if they get out of this area because they've been training and learning this stuff for over two years. Wow, and I was like, regardless of with, because it was inevitable at that point that uh, the coalition in Iraq was going to take Mosul back. It was inevitable. The question is, what happens later? Mm. What happens after? Now we saw uh, this was a uh, article that that Chris sent me last night. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at this, and it was talking about uh, over the course of 2017. Uh, ISIS backed terrorists have attempted to launch at least 70, 73 attacks on the American homeland. Mm. 73 attacks. Wow. Now, this is from the group that everyone is saying is gone, is busted. Yes, it's, there's, it's no more. So have you have you even heard about these attacks? Absolutely not. And this came due to a new congressional report. So this is like, nobody's covering this except for, you know, the article I sent you. I'm like, that's why I wanted, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you this. Like, why have we not heard any of this? So 73 attacks. Uh, since uh, they were they attempted since 2017, I know we're not going to hear about every single attempt, but can we at least be like, hey, you know, they still out there? Like, so yeah, um, it's it's primarily the fault of uh, the media. Uh, I'll put most of that on on their backs. The, everyone's so willing to paint the FBI as the ultimate boogeyman. The right is all about hating on uh, the FBI when yeah. they're, you know, doing the Russia investigation. The left is all for the FBI until all of a sudden the FBI won't help them destroy Kavanaugh's life and call him a rapist. Or when the FBI is, you know, making statements about Hillary Clinton or whatever, it goes back and forth. But everyone loves to hate on the FBI. But the FBI daily is taking down these these uh, attacks. The FBI does an amazing job. If you're in the FBI or have family in the FBI, you can hold your head high because you guys are doing an amazing, amazing job. And a lot of times it's FBI agents posing as, like, say, a guy that wants to, you know, wants to sell some explosives mm. or something like that or yeah. some plastic or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that or some kind of chemical. And the, uh, the, the terrorists just get caught in the, in the dragon. That, that's, I mean, there's hundreds of those cases uh, every year. It just so happens that 73 of those happen to have been ISIS-inspired mm. over the past year. But imagine, like, we we never hear about it. Um, we still don't know, like, is Al-Qaeda doing similar things? Yeah, and, and that's really confusing because, you know, this, this report was done by the House Homeland Security Committee. And they say about five terrorist incidents per month, there's no sign of ISIS uh, plots declining, which is an increase of 63%, 63%. in the last two years. Wow. From since 2016, an increase of 63%. That is insane. I'm like, why are we so, talking about this? So check this out. From 24, this is even a crazier. So from 2014 to 2016, that is the height of the caliphate. Yes. That, yes. That is when ISIS was its most dangerous. Their attacks were increasing at a rate of 53%. So so now, <laughs> supposedly we have defeated them. Yes. And we have now their 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 rate of attacks is 63%. 10 mm-hmm. percent point, 10 percentage points higher and they're yeah. supposedly defeated yeah and, and the the most scary part of all this too is they look for the male and they look for those young kids 
you know, the teenagers or, or younger that that's, I just, it goes back to the last guest we had uh, from First Liberty. It's like, you know, here is a, a program that's trying to help, you know, people that are in need, that are trouble, men. Don't you want those men to be, you know, mentally fit, spiritually fit to combat some like when they see something like ISIS is trying to recruit you like, no, no, I'm good. Next. There needs to be a there needs to be a reformation in Islam. Yeah. There's absolutely got to be. And I'm I'm not one of the, I'm not someone that's going to bash Islam just on principle because I know a lot of Muslims that I've met in Iraq that have protected me in Iraq. Well, a so lot of them are amazing people. Uh, like you, you, you can't condemn them all. You just can't. You, I'm it's, sorry. You just uh, can't. Um, what's his name? Doctor Sudi Jaffer, and I call yep. him Sudi Jafar. Yeah. Uh, he his podcast is called Reformed Is, and if you want to learn more about like the Muslim and the Muslim Brotherhood, I highly suggest you download uh, Reformed Is by Sudi Jazzer or AKA Sudi Jafar. Yes, from the Aladdin. He <laughs> talks about this, and it's really fascinating to see his perspective because he is a Muslim. Yeah. And 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 it's very the guy gets death threats. By, by these groups like crazy but it's very interesting like someone has to speak about it and at least you know Cal spoke against it you mm. know I know Sudi Jasser speaks against it so it's 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 needed it's totally needed you brought up Cal yeah man yeah. I miss that guy um, yeah it's 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 a falsehood to claim that uh, all Muslims are bad because they're, they're just not you know I, I've learned a lot of this stuff on my many travels like Glenlock always travels tra- makes me travel to some of these places I'm very blessed I just for how it. he sends it's you like, I know it's like this place is very dangerous uh, go Jason go go go, go. <laughs> deploy deploy <laughs> what, one of the hardest things to do I've, I found when I'm out there is like to maintain good nutrition and actually to you oh. know to, to eat and stay up I try to stay yeah. healthy but luckily we have brick house nutrition mm-hmm. filled greens you know we have been uh talking for some time about uh dawn to dusk from brookhouse nutrition and we need to turn you on to one of their products because it is fantastic it's called field of greens and is rapidly becoming their best seller now this is not uh, a supplement or just one vegetable this is real friggin food in a powdered form plus it is a hundred percent organic say that again hundred percent organic every scoop gives you a full serving of fruits and vegetables it's probiotic uh prebiotic Yes. Prebiotic? Yeah. Probiotic boosts immunity, has antioxidant power, and is non-extract. It's real food. I was talking to the sales rep here at The Blaze, and he told me about how his entire family got sick this past winter, and through it would get him a little, you know, he never got as sick as the rest of the family, but, you know, he bounced back faster. Yeah. Actually did. Bounced and back faster. winter's coming, and that has no reference to Game of Thrones. <laughs> that just keeps coming up today. I know, right? <laughs> I think we need to do a deep dive on, the, on Game of Thrones. <laughs> just but uh, big concept Wednesday, Game of Thrones. There it is. There it is. Just put one scoop and eight ounces of water, your favorite drink, and you're done. It's that easy. And guys, it tastes great. Most of us don't have time to watch everything we eat all the time. We, you know, we just don't. We're busy. Mm-hmm. This is a fast, simple, and effective way to improve your health, have more energy, and feel better. Just go to Brickhouse doc.com try field of greens today and get 10 percent off a month's supply with the offer code doc doc that's it 10 percent off a month's supply brickhouse.com that's brickhousedoc.com this is the morning blaze with doc thompson the blaze radio network Around the world 
with Jason Buttrow. I got my intro song. I love it. Or right, let's sing it next time. Actually. I will. Okay, okay, okay. If we still have more stories around the world for the third segment, I will sing this, baby. Oh, I will definitely sing this. I've got them. I'm going to keep this going. This All is right. like my main wheelhouse. And, and, exactly. And that's one of the things that I really, uh, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted you have on you know, this week is because like this stuff is important, but not everybody has the knowledge. And not everybody can understand the garbage arble that I see on this, you know, uh, papers from like, for example, the one you're talking about, I read it, but there's so much garbage arble and I'm like, what does this mean? This is insane. So the reason why a lot of this stuff is garbled jarble, which I think we might've just made up a word. We just did. Yes. But the reason is because a lot of people that a lot of these quote unquote air quoted experts that they Mm -hmm. have coming on a lot of networks, um, have written a book and they're very professory, but they're like, (laughs) they're trying to make themselves sound very, very smart. Now, I have no illusions about being very smart, so uh, I'm going to put it in the only way I can, which is very, very kindergarten style. And that's That's what what I like. (laughs) And I think that's why President Trump won the election. He was able to dumb it down. Uh, The ability to talk to people on a normal level is actually very, very... Or, like I like to call it, army proof. (laughs) We say marine proof. And what's funny is, yeah, marine proof is, uh, like, we are the ones, like my USMC, I love you to death, and do or die, Semper Fi. But um, we are the reasons why you have those stupid little, like, diagrams like on a like on a grenade la- like on a rocket launcher. Well, you don't got time to read. There's actually a <laughs> right. There's actually a diagram on there that shows you the correct direction to. to point it. <laughs> and they're like, don't don't turn it to your face when you press fire. Like, there's actually a diagram that says aim that. this towards the enemy. <laughs> I love it. Um, but what we are what I'm looking at a lot lately is China. Yeah. And China for before I talk about the newest news, which is absolutely insane. I set up just what China's been doing. So China's uh, president Xi Jinping is he's re- rewritten the constitution for one. Uh-oh. He's made it to where he is he his name is actually going to be in the Chinese constitution. Imagine that. Imagine a US president saying, oh I, you know, admit, changing it to where I am in Trump the, is in there. Right. Yeah. Like his name would appear in the Constitution. Wow. He's actually done this. He's uh, he's launched an all out before he was able even to get, do that. He launched an all out um, attack on all of his uh, rivals, uh, all of his uh, pol- all of his political rivals. Okay, I was going to say, was it government. like political rivals or like his enemies? Political rivals. Like wow. he, he was getting his his core group around him so that he could make the changes that he's starting right now. So if China worried you before, you should be very worried about where they're going in the future. Now, right after Mao, like so, I want to set it up to like what he, this guy could be like. Which is, I don't want to say that too hardcore because Mao was the responsible for the deaths of like, what, 100 million people or something like that. Or over I, an insanely amount of people. Millions and millions. Um, but after Mao, there was a guy named Ding Xiaoping. And he really changed uh, China from being this like really bloodthirsty communist like movement, basically mob rule on steroids, mm-hmm. to more of kind of like a democratic, or not democratic, more of like a capitalistic uh, economy with government controls. So the so, reason why they pulled themselves out and became like an economic juggernaut was because of this guy's reforms. Mm. Now she, the current president, is rolling all that back and going back in the way of Mao. So and and, and even like the same things Mao did, like these, like going after political rivals, getting his core, you know, then unleashing whatever he wanted to unleash. That is what he's setting up. 
Now this that that goes into this story right now. So he's so he under the bait under reasons of uh, corruption, he has jailed tons and tons wow. of people, high level Politburo officials. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just been an insane, and it's obvious what he's doing. Well, there's this story of the Interpol, um, the Interpol president. Now, I they they don't always have it like in one area. It's not always like a guy in Europe, you know, with a funny French accent or whatever that chases around the Pink Panther <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the one. There's um, the, the one in movies. He's not that guy, <laughs> right? Um, it's it's always like it's it's always like a different. It's it's always a it's a different person from a different country, and they mm. kind of like rotate around. Okay. Well, the current Interpol chief um, is is a Chinese man mm-hmm. uh, and is is a president uh, or is a Ming Hongwei. That's how you say his name, I think. Okay. So anyway, so he was, he actually lives, wait, do we even have time to get to this? Because this is an insane story. No, we, we can, you know, we, we can put a pin on it. Let's, let's, guys, let's put a pin in this because this involves, just, I'm going gonna, yeah, gonna to have to let you judge it for yourself because it's insane. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what, what is, what's really sure, you need, like, if I went to China, I would not be talking on my regular phone. No. I would not be. You, well, you uh, can't. I mean, you know you can't because you're constantly being <laughs> yes, you're constantly monitored. being surveilled. You're constantly being monitored. They don't have Patriot Mobile. Well, I hope they don't have Patriot Mobile. <laughs> I actually have, hope they don't have Patriot Mobile. They do not have Patriot Mobile. But we here at the Blaze do. Patriot Mobile offers freedom for patriots. It's easy to switch, save, and support your conservative values. Get the same nationwide reliable service with unlimited talk and text for less money with no hidden fees. And Patriot Mobile donates a portion of your bill to conservative causes you are voting to protect. Like you get like something like Verizon or something like that. Yes. You don't even know where your money's going from. They have millions and hundreds of millions of dollars. Absolutely. And by the way, I just we just talked about Credo Mobile on one other source about Kavanaugh. Let me quote you right here. The Credo Mobile co-director says, an accused sexual predator who committed perjury by repeatedly lying under oath to the Senate Judiciary Committee has no business on being a judge. Credo Mobile is Credo Action. They're funneling to impeach Kavanaugh. Wow. They're giving their money to impeach Kavanaugh. Wow. Now, the best thing about Patriot Mobile is they give their mo- their uh, a little portion of their, uh, about 5%, they give it to organizations like the Second Amendment. They give it to Freedom Research Center. All those organizations that support your cause, like conservative values, Patriot Mobile does that. And this month, are you ready? This month, they give... $4 a month, iPhones or Androids. Wow. $4 a month. $4 a month. Bring in your own device yep. or select one of the mini Android yep. and iPhone models. I've been using them for like about two years now. and $4 I, a month. How much do you pay for your phone right now? More than $4 a month, aren't you? Uh, I had no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Switch today. PatreonMobile.com slash stock or 1-800-8-PATRIOT and tell them we, we sent you. And um, you get a nice discount on that. That's 1-800-A-PATRIOT, 1-800-272-8746. Again, patriotmobile.com slash doc. Or, again, that number is 1-800-A-PATRIOT, 1-800-272-8746. So we're going to put a pin on that story? Yeah, I don't, I, I think to really give it, to really do it's it justice. Due. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have, because you I have to set it up and like kind of tell it in storyteller format. Okay. Because that's really the only way to do it. Um, it's it's absolutely insane. And it's absolutely like, if, you, if you're wondering, like, why should I be uh, worried about China, places like China? Mm. Well, if, if it's going the direction I think it's going, it's going to get a lot. I mean, they're going to be knocking on our door. Mm. They're going to be 
con, you know, confronting our military in certain areas of the world, like Africa, they're pushing out all over the place. Mm -hmm. Economically, we already know where that's going right now. Um, but also, you can see where an authoritarian mob rule government can go to. Wow. And that is what is shaping up with the new left here in the United States. Wow. What, what, is, what is possible in a mob rule country? You're about to see that now. So we'll be right back. Jason Butchel, Morning Blaze. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Around the World with Jason Buttrell. Did we get the song? Oh, I forgot. Sorry. But that'll work. Yes, that'll work. <laughs> You're listening to The Morning Blaze, Jason Buttrell, Chris Cruz. Um, Are we I, still in China? We're still in China. Before I, before we get back to this crazy story, I want to, uh, to let you know that if you want to let us have it, you've got about 30 <laughs> minutes to do it before tomorrow. Let us have it. What do we do wrong? So, so call in 888-900-3393 or tweet at us really quick before we get into China. Is anyone tweeting at us? Yes, you got Sabe saying, so Jason Butcher was a counterintelligence counterintelligence analyst <laughs> so is jack ryan a true life story of jason's life <laughs> did you see What's, jack ryan i did that that so show is can, crazy dope can you tell me uh, you don't have to tell me completely but can you confirm did a coast guard helicopter land in the backyard pick you up and take you to like I don't know, <laughs> afghanistan no never happened never happened yeah Damn. apparently they're slowly grunts in the Marine Corps. <laughs> don't get that type of treatment um yeah what's funny is by so you haven't seen the have you I've seen, seen it? it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. So it's like what when I first uh, when when I was in college, I wanted to be uh, that's what I wanted to be. I was going to CIA. Mm. Wanted to go into it, and eventually my uh, my career plan. I can't remember what you call them. Career planner? Or, no, it wasn't career planners. Oh, the uh, my, the the counselors. Yeah, whatever. The high school counselors that helps you pick the classes yeah. for your major and all that stuff. Um, he was in contact with the with a CI recruiter, and the, and the CI recruiter eventually said, "Look, he first of all he changed my major three different times. Wow, I was political science, then I was accounting, uh, then I was a Russian language major for a while. Mm. Well, uh, you, we <clears throat> saw in Jack Ryan, he he worked in accounting. Yeah, so well, so a lot of them do do that. Depending, mm -hmm. on, but it was funny. Like eventually, he was like, you know what." Uh, I'm gonna. I don't want him to switch majors anymore. If he's not exceptional at any of these things, it's probably it's so competitive. So I was like, wow. So basically, you're both telling me that I'm not exceptional. I was like, absolutely, awesome. <laughs> absolutely. I was like, wow, that, that kind of sucks. Yes, they're uh, absolutely telling you you're not I good. But I picked up what they were setting down. And, <laughs> but anyway, but but the recruiter did say he goes, if you want to do stuff that's like very similar, he goes, there's two uh, uh, military uh, branches that have a very similar job, and they said one's in the Marine Corps, one's in the uh, Army. Mm. And uh, so I went the Marine Corps route and did that whole thing. But what's funny is the Jack Ryan show, which is excellent, and you really should watch it. Absolutely it's awesome. Um, that that job just doesn't exist. No, absolutely. It's not. like no. like yeah. It's like you don't have a guy that's like sitting in front of the computer and goes out and does all this crazy stuff. It comes back home. So, but but <laughs> the Marine Corps. I don't know if it still does, but it did. So I was um I was an analyst uh, when I was at Camp Pendleton. Um, but on the boat, I was part of a thing called a Maritime Special Purpose Force. So we went out with uh, SEAL teams, went out with uh, Force Recon teams and sniper teams and all that stuff. And if we had to go out into like uh, 
you know, make contact with people out in like urban areas or wherever, then this, our team was sent out to go mm. do that. So anyway, so that's, that's enough of that. And but, lastly, uh, one more I have here, cause you'll appreciate this. Sean in New Hampshire says nothing wrong with repeating, uh, Game of Thrones references. <laughs> so I think that Wednesday, you know, we might have to bring some Game of Thrones, which I do have some source about Game of Thrones. Dun, 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 so dun. I saw their concert. Oh, really? It was fantastic. I heard that was really cool. It was so cool. That was here in DFW? Yeah. Ah, oh, sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so, so back to China. So the Interpol chief that we were just talking about, Ming Hong Wei, he, was, he, lives, in, he lives in France with his family. And he had to go back to China. To he's also part of. Like, he's also on some Chinese, uh, some government position as well. So he's oh, like okay. both the the Interpol chief, and he's on some kind of like circle or coalition or something within the China Chinese government. And that Interpol chief commands all the Interpol people, correct? Yeah, okay, all over got the it, world. Got it. So he was flying back to China to go do something. So he fly. He lands in China, and he sends his wife a uh, a text message that says, "Wait for my call." Uh oh, and she was like, I, I think she was just like, ah, you know, like, okay, whatever, you know, like, yeah. That's kind of like the, you know, you, all of us have been given, you know, mm -hmm. a text like that or something like that. But he's like, wait for my call. She's like, hey, you just landed. You know, oh yeah, wait until. Maybe just wants to tell yes. me what's going on, mm -hmm. and you know, and what, that he's okay, and what hotel to call him at or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like a few minutes later, he she gets another text message from him, but mm -hmm. this is a little emoji, a knife emoji. Oh, she's like, what? And she says she she just said a couple days ago she goes I pretty much exp I, I, he never sends me that she she was like jumping you know she was getting a little hysterical and she absolutely. thought that he's in danger absolutely he goes off the grid that's the last time she has spoken to him that's the last word she got from him a knife a knife emoji so she's calling him calling him trying to figure out what's going on she can't get in touch with him Interpol has the largest uh, you know like police reach yeah. in the world they can't find him. Like, where is this guy? Oh, my gosh. 72 hours goes by. Three days goes by. No one's heard of him. No one can find him. Last known of reference was the airport inside, I think, Beijing. And then he texted her first, wait for my call, then a knife emoji. Knife emoji. And that's it. Nothing. Whoa. They just got some Jack Ryan stuff right now. Right? <laughs> so, seriously. They're, they're like, and so the... Uh, the Interpol was making like, you know, uh, desperate pleas saying, you know, to the Chinese government, can you, what's going on? Can you look into this? Where is he at? Um, I, I have no idea, but they're probably trying to get permission to send their agents over there to try and like track him down themselves. But they're getting stonewalled by the Chinese government. Wow. No one knows what's going on. So to make a long story short, all of a sudden after three days, and I think this, I think this story came out yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Came out yesterday. So all, all of a sudden. Via the Twitter, the Interpol Twitter account, they release a statement saying that the Chinese government has verified that they were the ones that abducted him. What? The Chinese government, Chinese government abducted him and they for basically forced him to resign his post as president of Interpol and alluding to the fact that he was going to be caught up in this like corruption you know, Case. witch hunt. Yeah, that that Xi Jinping, their president. Wow. Doing. So listen, I mean, this is insane. So they, I mean, I'm I can only imagine that has made he he pissed them off somehow. He wow. maybe he went. It was a case that he went after them mm -hmm, or something. Mm -hmm. Or somebody that was close to the Chinese government. I don't know. I'm just speculating. So right now, the we know that he's alive. We or, think. We think. Okay. So all we know is that. 
China said we have them and we took them. Right. And we're taking their word. Yes. Interesting. Now, in China, and again, remember, these are like things that are possible when you have a society mm. with, that is like guilty as accused. Like, we can take you for years. We don't have to tell you why. You're just guilty. And we'll do some kind of like sham mock trial later on just to, you know, kind of tie a bow on it later. But these are the things that's possible in a mob rule society. Wow. And that's exactly what this is. That's how started. it was mob rule. Back in the days of Mao, it was mob rule. Mao basically went out into the countryside, said, oh, you're poor? You're pissed off? You want to chop some heads off? Come with me. Mob rule. Wow. So these are the things that we should be looking at because these countries, I mean, when, when you have, you know, when you have people that are just jumping on board and saying, you know, yeah, get them. You know, like, yeah, who cares if there's no evidence? Oh, or oh, let's are you get clawing your way to the Supreme Court? You're clawing your way to the Supreme Court doors. <laughs> I love that, by the way. You've oh, got to see too. that video. She's like yes. trying to put her fingers into the... In between of, of the seam of the door. So I'm going to pry this bronze door open because I hate him so much. How did that work out for you, sweetheart? Just By insane. the way, the same person did that. She she realizes that she's going nowhere, and she just like goes into the floor and starts <laughs> crying. And you got all these people, oh, sweetheart's going to be okay. Well, they can't call it sweetheart. It's going to be okay. It's unbelievable. So uh, so China has this uh, China has a, uh, this law, or no, they, under their laws, they can detain you. For, for no reason. For no reason, without telling you why, <laughs> for <sighs> multiple years before they ever even take this to some kind of court system. So multiple, so they could take him, trump up some charges, build a case over like, I can't remember the amount of years, but it's multiple years. Mm -hmm. They can do that and it's completely within their power. It, it, wow. it's, it's just insane. So this guy, this guy's poor family. His poor yeah, family lives in his France. Wife. They have no idea. She can't go to, no. I, I guarantee she She's not going. If she went to China, she needs to be granted asylum in France Absolutely. this day. The last person that got caught up in, um, it might not have been the last person, but one of the high, highest profile ones was, I think, an actress, mm. an actress, a well-known Chinese actress, and her family was even prosecuted as well. They prosecuted her family because the actress supposedly took bribes or something like mm -hmm. that, and they were the beneficiaries of the bribes. Oh. So they sent her family also. Mm. I mean, just just insane. But you'll but you'll hear a lot of people like on the left. They won't criticize China whatsoever. Mm -mm. You know, they won't criticize places like China. They won't criticize places like Cuba. Basically, anywhere that has mob rule mentality or Communist. radical leftist, even con I mean, Venezuela for crying out loud. Oh, they loved Venezuela. I mean, loved him. Hollywood loved oh, uh, Chavez. Yeah. To probably still love Maduro. Absolutely, but they Absolutely. will not question them at all. It's just insane. I man, I, I've got so much good stuff here. I want to like I want to head over to uh, to Russia. Oh yes, let's go to Russia. This is this is insane. So so Russian Free Beacon just just uh, reported that um, the U.S. This was last week, and, mm -hmm. and again a lot of this just kind of went to the nether because of the crazy yes. news cycle. But the U.S. just indicted seven Russians for hacking the nuclear Westinghouse company. Is that not sound absolutely dangerous? Terrifying? Yes, a nuclear company. They got busted for hacking. The things you could do. You could start a meltdown. You can, you know, put it offline. Make all those, all those nuclear, you know, unstable. Unbelievable. This is part of our our power grid. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty obvious that what they're going to, I mean, yeah, they could trigger like a meltdown, mm -hmm. which would be like, a holy meltdown. crap. 
but um, <laughs> but like, but I, I mean, I, I think, and I, I think this is like absolutely, you know, the direction that a lot of these like state actors are going is they are targeting uh, the country's power grid. They're going mm-hmm. directly for the power grid. Like how, what do you do to shut down a country and their ability to respond to you? Cut their power. Now imagine like the, imagine what that would do to a society. It might be, depending on how long it's down, it might be more devastating than an actual nuclear reactor mm-hmm. going off mm-hmm. or a nuclear bomb going off. Mm-hmm. You're looking at mass civil, you know, uh, disruption. Uh, mass civil unrest. Yeah, and then you can't go and say that the Trump administration, you know, you know, uh, doesn't look at, you know, ignores anything that Russia does. Come on. No, they. I mean, <laughs> if you follow the facts, they've actually been one of the most, you know, severe on Russia. They, they, I mean, Obama was a joke on, on Russia, absolute joke. Yeah, they were handing, uh, they were handing the Russians reset buttons for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, that did not even say reset. <laughs> yeah, what was it again? It was, it was like, <laughs> I can't remember what the real. It was, it was something like ridiculous. It was something along the lines of like faking them out or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was hilarious. But they were doing stuff like that while at the same time selling off strategic assets like our uranium. Absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, you cannot come in, out and say that the Trump administration has been anything but, I don't want to say hostile, but just they've, they've been very equal in their punishment for what Russia is doing. And for good cause, because their activity is like Cold War level. It's, it's Cold War level. It, it meant overcharged. Overcharged. That's right. So hilarious. I love that for that pre- that press conference. I think it was Medvedev, and uh, was it Medvedev or or no no no? It was their foreign minister. I don't remember his foreign. Minister it was so name. funny too. Lavrov. Like, Lavrov. It was like Hillary overcharged. Yes, <laughs> you are overcharging us. Yes, <laughs> so great. Um, but anyway, this came down. There was a, I think it was a Department of Justice announcement that they. Um, uh, that they uh, were, were throwing sanctions on, on yeah on yeah and Russians. then uh, three out of the seven Russian military officers that were indicted on Thursday were charged in a separate case brought by Special Counsel Robert Mueller's office um, for their role in hacking activities designed to influence the 2016 election. Um, that's uh, that's what I want to uh, I want to I want to I want to start with that, but I want to pick up later with i mean to me is one of the most insane absolutely insane stories this is like the this, to me this is on a nerd's level of the last china story that i just told you <laughs> it's a whole lot more nerdier because it involved researchers um, <laughs> but first i want to tell you guys about the glories of ridge zone you know losing weight and keeping it off could be a real struggle you know, and once you hit a certain age it becomes a big struggle and trust me i've been seeing this oh, yeah i know <laughs> Once I hit 35, I was like, what's going on here? Now I'm 40 and like the waistline. <laughs> my wife will not stop kidding me because she keeps on having to give me bigger pants. And it's you insane. have a house gym, correct? I Shut up. What are you trying to say? I don't know. You're trying to say there's no excuse? There's no excuse. Just like my wife. Just like- got, she texted you just now. Yep. You to say that. <laughs> Look, the struggle You're is welcome. real, guys. You want to lose those extra pounds, but it feels like shoveling sand. This is where Ridgizone can help. So with proper nutrition, diet, and exercise, Ridgizone will help you lose weight and, more important, keep those extra pounds from becoming return visitors. Ridgizone is, is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. Ridgizone has taken all the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product containing OEA that has been shown to boost your metabolism while reducing your appetite. 
So, if you've hit that age, like mine, where nothing seems to work in your weight loss world, it's time you try Riduzone. Order today at Riduzone.com, which is to enter promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, and receive 30% off a three-month supply. That's Riduzone.com, promo code DOC, for 30% off a three-month supply. It's time to make it happen, guys. Let Riduzone get you over the hump. Riduzone.com, promo code DOC, for 30% off a three-month supply. Do it now. The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. Around the world. <laughs> yes, what? You had to give me a minute to oh, think about it. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to my knowledge, we're still staying in Russia. We're not moving from Russia. No, we're staying in Russia because I've got to tell you this story. And again, this is like maybe only interesting to nerds. Um, they're ethers. Yeah, because I don't, I don't even recognize the website. That's Bellingcat. I don't know what Belling that is. Cat. Hey, guys, you seriously, guys, you have to check this out. Uh, Bellingcat.com, B-E-L-L-I-N-G-C-A-T.com. They, they're a group of researchers. I think they're in somewhere in Europe or something like that. But they do the most insane research projects. Uh, when um, You know those two Russians that, like, uh, <clears throat> that did the chemical attack in UK? Where they uh, the Scripple case where they tried to kill him? They with killed that, yes, yes, with the little. Uh, no, I can't remember the name of the. It was a it was an agent. Nerve agent, yeah, but, nerve agent, yeah, yeah whatever it was. Yeah. But, oh, Novichok, <clears throat> Novichok. Uh, they actually tracked they they found the picture of the guy, tracked him down, so they now know the actual name uh, wow. the name of this guy. They know his entire service record basically, where he fought, everything. So like all of the uh, all the denials from the Russian government, they, they basically threw it back in their face. And so said, are they are they like the four chan, <clears throat> the four chan oh. of, re- of researchers? <laughs> of researchers. Uh, <laughs> I think they're a little more legit than that. That's what probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But so I just want to set this up. Do you guys remember the uh, there's the chemical attack in Syria in Douma? Yeah. That yep. was in April, and I, I'm I'm bringing that up because at the same time. In April of 2018, uh, just shortly thereafter, we just found out last week, just last week, that the EU was sanctioning a lar- you know, a group of uh, of Russians that they say are were G- GRU, which is the Russian military intelligence. Those are the same people that uh, that were trying to hack into our elector- mm. you know, election and all that stuff. Same same people. The GRU was working overtime, but in April, the same time, or just right after this chemical attack. Two GRU officers, again Russian military intelligence, went to uh, uh, went to the Netherlands, where I guess where the how do you say it? I never the Hague, the Hog, the Hague, Hawken, the Hague, the Hague UA. It's mm. kind of like Brett Favre, you know, yeah. never can uh, mm. Brett Favre. Anyway, sure, we're gonna call it the Hague. Yes, they, they were trying to hack into the Hague, and more specifically, the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons mm. (OPCW). So basically, anytime that there's like a chemical attack, they send They're the OPCW in? Mm. in there to like give like a report on what actually happened. Was it legitimately a chemical attack? So these two, isn't it just curious that <laughs> Russia sent two GRU officers to the Netherlands to try and hack into it? Now they were trying to use like a Wi-Fi 
like trick that takes over the or that piggybacks on the Wi-Fi so they can like take uh, get oh, okay. all the information. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to pre I just want to tag along with that and say if you are ever getting on public Wi-Fi, just stop. Yeah. Don't do it. If you're at the uh, you know you're at the you know Starbucks and there's Wi-Fi, don't get on it. For the love of all that is holy, don't get on an airport Wi-Fi, especially not in a foreign country because those oh, well, are all sense. infested yeah. with mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. forget the hackers. They're infested with government surveillance. Do not get on those. Just don't do it. But they were these two, these two GRU officers were trying to use this very common trick to try and hack into the OPCW, mm-hmm. do whatever the heck they were going to do, um, but they got busted. Mm. Now, we just found out last week. Now, this should have been bigger news, but again, we had Kavanaugh all last week. Mm-hmm. But they just got busted. Um, they just released it. They, they, they busted these two GRU officers. Now, this is where Bellingcat researchers came into play. So they were... They, Got the names of the two guys that were caught, the two officers that got caught. They used those names to then like go through their. They, they looked up on uh, the, I guess the Russian DMV or whatever, whatever that's called, <laughs> and they were actually able to off their names. They were trying to find. They were able to find their vehicles, and they were able to find where those vehicles were registered at and where they basically where they park. Well, so they track for, after seeing that information, they were like, well, hey, that's the actual GRU headquarters. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, yeah. So we're confirming that these guys are GRU. <laughs> there so we you go. Confirm that. Yeah. But they didn't stop there. So after that, they were like, wait a minute. There are a ton of other vehicles registered to this one location. Okay. Three hundred and five car registrations to that one location. Three hundred five to that one location. Okay, that's three hundred and five GRU agents were wow. just outed. So this is like a knock list, you yeah. know, like Mission Impossible style. Yeah. Like we are going to release the, you know, on a thumb drive, all of your agents to everyone. <laughs> yeah. This is what just happened. Wow. Because they're stupid. Wow. This is this is probably some people are calling this, and I think they're correct, the largest breach of covert agents and the history of intelligence. Yeah, because you know this is all not even that's. Does it involve like top secret or this is higher than top secret? Oh, higher. That's what I'm saying. So this yeah. is higher than top secret. These are the guys that like, these are the guys that get sent into are the these, UK to assassinate people. Are with these the Jack weapons. Ryans of the world? No, I, well, actually maybe because military intelligence, I guess uh, in, in Russia kind of do both. Like, mm. look at this guy. Like, I wish you guys could see it, but that doesn't look like a yeah, awesome no. like, soldier. No, that's not. He's that's a dork. Not, so that's not Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. <laughs> no. no, that's not him. That's that's a guy that Tom Cruise hits that is guarding the door, <laughs> protecting the, the high value target. Not even that, that's the guy that's sitting at the desk telling people you may enter now. You know, the guy answering the phones and goes, "Okay, <laughs> Mr. So and So will see you now." <laughs> that's who this guy is. Yes, absolutely. But these are like this is insane. You guys have got to look up this story. This is nuts. You can I can I can't stress how crazy this is. So like if any and, of if any of these people are undercover in uh-huh, other places, uh-huh. then now they can use the biometric data from to, their from yeah. their photographs yeah. to basically find, find them. them all over the world. Yeah. And we know that Russia has these people all and over the world. And when did this break? This broke last week. Wow. This broke on October fourth. And yeah, and then I'm, I'm a lot of most of the stories that we have here were from October fourth, but the whole Kavanaugh has shifted the 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 narrative to something else. But this is very Whew, this is very shady. This is insane. This is absolutely insane. But now, even if the uh, even if these three hundred and five agents are not, you know, like overseas and they're yeah. not being like, I mean, I guarantee you, some of them have probably already been rounded up and absolutely. Arrested. But if they're not, now they can't send those people no. 
out you, into the world to operate no. anymore. They're just they're blown. They can't. Your cover's do blown. Yeah. You, I, I mean, I, I mean, just, that, that's insanely. That, bravo to Bellingcat. Bravo <laughs> for what you did. That's just. I mean, I've looked through George Soros tax returns uh-huh. for like th- made my eyes bleed. I've never done the things that they've done on this. The, the Russian DMV. Yeah. You kidding yeah. me with that? Wow. I don't know. We'll be back tomorrow. Jason Bunch of Chris Cruz. This is The Morning Blaze. Thanks for listening to us. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is The Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.